Welcome to Dungeons & Drams, a homebrewed D&D campaign live played for your enjoyment. There's whiskey, laughter, and usually more whiskey. We stream weekly on our YouTube channel, so we hope to see you there. And now, on with the show. Hello everybody and welcome to Dungeons and Drams, where some of your favorite whiskey tubers get together to play some Dungeons and Dragons. So joining us here tonight are all of the normal players, including myself, I'm back. So <laughs> Yay! Yay! nice to see everybody. And you guys put always your trip. Oh, it was great. I got to see all kinds of animals that inspired me to make like really crazy beasts. <laughs> oh, okay. nice. oh, oh shit. I saw uh -oh. I saw bears and I actually it was funny when I was oh. looking at one of the bears, I was like, imagine wings on that thing. <laughs> oh, um, wings I immediately thought of little G. Yeah. Oh, well, little G. It kind of made me it made me think about like if you guys ever make it to the uh I think it's called the the ice flow block or the ice flow there's ice flows up in the north. I forget what they're called. Um I have some ideas for like glacial stuff and I think I could describe it better now too so it was a it was a great trip over to Alaska I actually should have probably mentioned that but yeah uh, thanks <sighs> you guys did a great job with the stream I enjoyed watching it uh, even through buffering um, but it was it was oh. fun to watch you guys talk <laughs> yeah were you watching that uh, were you watching that I was plane? yeah <laughs> which still blows my That's mind because like 20 minutes late I know I know it kept buffering and then I was like well I don't want to skip anything and then I ended up skipping ahead a few times when when it was noticeable that I had a clue what you were talking about um but yeah <laughs> I, I it was it was tough to keep up I ended up uh listening to it again uh only a few days ago because I, I wanted to take notes about what you guys were unclear on had wrong <laughs> yeah that too <laughs> the things that you had what wrong we just made up and we're thing, like hope yeah. <laughs> what you were just hoping we were hoping that you'd let us get away with yeah, exactly <laughs> <laughs> those things yeah so uh let's let's talk about what we're drinking tonight and then jason i want to hear all about your thing your your party this last weekend your your celebration sure so but first what we're drinking first yeah. what we're drinking Ed, what, what are, are you drinking, drinking Bill? <laughs> oh, I, I'm, uh, drinking... I'm just drinking beer uh, at the moment, but I'll, I'll jump okay. into, um, I actually picked up, Boy. I went to, while I was in Seattle, I went to the uh, Westland Distillery while I was out there. Um, so I picked up the mm -hmm. Sherry Wood. Uh, I tried a couple of things that were like distillery exclusives as well, which was nice, but uh, they were very pricey. And I was like, well, nobody can buy these, so it's not worth doing a video on. Um, but I really, really liked it. Like if you're in the area, it's everything that they gave me was very, very good. Nice. Yeah. That's good. So I'll probably pop that one. And I haven't had any whiskey in about a week and a half. Um, so we'll see how that goes. It'll probably go very well for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're all like, yes, pop them all. <laughs> have multiple pours, just to be sure. I probably will. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, uh, add, add what, what were you drinking? drinking? Oh, I am drinking a canned cocktail. It mm. has um, ingredients. I may have started mm. a little early tonight. I love ingredients. Uh oh. So uh, yeah, I've been I've been having a good time over here. I'm ready for some D and D. Nice. Yeah, me too. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, let's go to let's go to Clifton next. We'll do Clifton, Adriana, and we'll end in Jason so he can tell us about his party. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I was I was moving some bottles around today, um, mm. just trying to rearrange stuff to get things less floor bottles basically was my goal mm -hmm. um and then i found like on the very back of my shelf one of these old 15 year knob creek picks that i have sorely missed for for i mean it's Ooh. a 2020 pick but 
man, is it good. So I, I actually went to a thrift store yesterday and I found this chalice that I thought looks very much like something novelist would drink. I like that. So that's right. It's got unicorns. The unicorn and everything. It was three dollars at the thrift shop. Uh, three dollars. <laughs> that's what I'm drinking today. My daughter would love that. <laughs> My nine-year-old daughter would love that. Uh, but I didn't get it. So I'm like, what, what am I going to use a coffee, though? I want a chalice. Mm. Mm. Chalice. Right way to go. Adriana, mm, that's fair. your hair is okay. looking uh, freshly dyed, it appears. Yeah, yeah. I just, I did, like, you can always tell if I've washed it because I wore it down. Like, <laughs> oh, okay. when you have a lot of hair, you wash your hair, like, once a week, maybe twice. Mm -hmm. And today was wash day, so. Uh, um because I have a haircut coming and you have to do your hair before you go get your haircut mm -hmm. because that makes sense. Yes. Uh, so in order to deal with that, I had a couple pours of whiskey to get myself like, you know, shower whiskey to get oh, myself nice. through detangling my hair. Uh, and then I've got a daiquiri going on before I switch back to I'm trying to finish this Maker's Mark FAE 01. Uh, I'm going to finish that the second half. So <laughs> yeah, it's good. Yeah. I specifically go with scotch when I go to in the shower just for the alliteration. Uh, but just oh, shower just scotch. A, yeah. I right. mean, it's not like a true alliteration though. It's not a shush. Well, if it was shush, your face is an alliteration. <laughs> shower <laughs> shush. <laughs> so I I am the stepdaughter of an English professor, so mm. I'll call you out. That's fair. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason, tell us about the weekend and what you were drinking. I don't know, you guys are talking about alliterations. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. Um, <laughs> Jason doesn't do multi-syllable words. <laughs> I'm like, what is this? I stick, to, I stick to the good ones, the four-letter words. That's hey! right. There you go. <laughs> Those are the best. <laughs> Those are the best words. Uh, I'm drinking uh, our Barrel King blend that uh, we came out with. We uh, named it um, FYPB. Hmm. <laughs> or uh, fuck your that is perfect yeah yeah this was the one we did we had a bunch of uh, we had about 13 um, of the patreon members go down to barrel king and we did a little blending competition this is the one that won nice nice, nice. Yeah, so speaking yeah, of four letter perfect. words you yep. named your <laughs> it's yeah. perfect. Because right, the guys that lost went, fuck. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, was Darrell yeah, on the losing team? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So the, uh, <laughs> the event was incredible. Uh, first time, very stressful in the beginning. Yeah. I, uh, tend, I tend to hide my stress pretty well, and I was trying to hide it, but I was pretty nervous. But um, yeah, Friday was an amazing, uh, amazing night. We went to had right at Sagamore. Amazing food, amazing people, live music. Um, people were able to do tours of uh, Sagamore. Um, oh, that was kind, of like, kind of like a bridge tours. Uh, we built we built two uh, flights that they could that people could purchase to try. First drink was on us. Uh, we had the food was amazing. Uh, the yeah. food was absolutely incredible. Uh, and then we actually had it right at the end of the night, like towards the end, we had a rainbow in the sky overlooking wow. the water. Which is kind of nice. What? <laughs> yeah, and then, and then Saturday, the second day, we went out to Sagamore Farm. Uh, we had tractor rides about every hour so people could see the entire farm. We had the full live band was there um, Friday. We had a, about four or five different distillers. People can try stuff, taste stuff. Had a live cigar roller and really good food, too, from the food truck. I mean, it was a little, it was hot. It was kind of hot. It was like 90 degrees um, in the middle of the farm, but luckily we had 
we had moved everything over a little bit, got some trees so people can kind of hang out in the shade. And there was some cloud cover here and there. So it was uh, there, kept everyone hydrated. And yeah, about 130-ish people came. And, uh, for wow, our first very event, cool. Yeah, very for nice. our first event, it was pretty, uh, pretty successful. So we were really- Yeah, that's huge. Nothing, nothing but good feedback. Well, congrats, Jason. That's awesome. I'm glad that everything that's went awesome. well. awesome. Yeah. You can only yeah, control yeah. so much, you know. I mean, someday you might get the weather, but for the moment, that's sounds like everything else went very yeah. well. So maybe yeah, all your all your stressing was probably for a good for a good reason. Yeah, so. we had a wonderful bottle share Friday night in the hotel, which which is nice. They kind of let us, uh, and there was a lot of bottles. <laughs> yep, that's not yeah, unexpected. Definitely want to thank I definitely want to thank my girlfriend Kim for kind of helping me with the kind of all the last minute details of probably stuff that I wasn't thinking of. And mm. yeah, she was, uh, she was amazing. So. Yay. Uh, go Kev. Yeah. 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 Nice. Well, I'm, I'm yeah. very happy everything worked out. And uh, I liked looking at That's the pictures awesome. that you posted on your Patreon. That was the, they were cool. The cigar roller that looked really, really good. I'm, I don't partake in cigars very often, but like events like that, like I would have a very hard time not doing that. And that would have been amazing. I'm sure. So. Yeah, we had uh we had the cigar roller. He did some uh so we prepaid for about a hundred cigars for everybody. Mm. Uh, so all you also oh. all you have to do is wow. walk up, all you have to do is just walk up and grab one if you wanted awesome. one. What? <laughs> wow. And he That's was uh, and he was um so he did I think he did like actually no correct I think he did like seventy five pre made and then the rest he actually hand rolled there mm. at the at the event so people could see how he made them. His name was Cortez. He was like sitting in the sun with his white hat and his white shirt. I mean, he looked legit. <laughs> this takes me yes. back. Yes. Yeah. My great grandfather used to roll his own cigars and grew up on a tobacco farm and all that. I remember him always doing the same thing with the hat and everything. Plus, rolling he, up the cigar. Multifaceted yeah, too. He could uh, he could roll yeah. some crepes for you the next morning. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm hoping that does, reference Seinfeld. Yes. No. Oh, you guys suck. Um, <laughs> Never mind. Somebody right, in the chat's gonna get on. way more enjoyment out yeah, of that. I mean, yeah. It's like when you when you mentioned I know the episode, but I can't say I've seen that episode in a long time. But yeah. I know what you're talking. About. Kramer hired some Cuban cigar rollers to do some crepes, and they were rolled so tight that they were exploding on people at, at breakfast. Yeah. And like burning <laughs> yeah. them with like jelly and stuff. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> so. Anyway. Oh Kramer. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> All right. Well, uh, does anybody have anything else that they want to address before we uh, dump you guys into a room of complete darkness? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, 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 cheers, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Cheers. Go it's nice knowing y'all. I, I will tell you guys, this was the first room of the dungeon that I designed. So uh, despite this being mm. the golden uh, vault with sunstones and everything, the first room that came to mind was darkness. <laughs> so this is for Shit. you, Jason. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. So here's a recap, because it's been like a month. So yeah, yeah, it's just balls of snakes rolling around. <laughs> All right. When, <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> okay. When last we saw Snortiber's soldiers, they were deep within the Golden Vault, a secure location housing the sunstones that have been mined within the sunstone caverns. They were trying to retrieve a mere 15 pounds of sunstone, but instead opted to delve deeper into the vault in search of the Chalice of Kings. Our most recent episode had our group encountering both a fire elemental and ice elemental who posed, uh, or who possessed two powerful blades, Pyroxus Ember Edge and Rhymegeist's Glacial Sting. 
There was a bit of combat, a bit of fiery dancing, and our group emerged victorious. Alessio, the arcane trickster rogue, now holds Glacial Sting, aligned with his mission to protect his sister Mia. And it's Mia, right? Not Maya? Right, it's Mia. Mia. Mia, thanks. And Anomio now holds the Ember Edge, aligned with his penchant for chaos, seeming to find humor in watching the world burn. Deeper and deeper they went when they met with their next challenge, a room of pillars standing above a chasm. The somewhat easy puzzle was made far more challenging by a tricky dungeon master and a group who brute forced their way through the puzzle. A bit hurt, a few close calls, and some leaps of faith later, the group now stands in the liminal space before the room titled Darkness on their map. In front of you, you see nothing. <clears throat> Alessio, Neil lands on your shoulder, and you feel his talons grip tightly as uh, he seems as if he's clinging to you for protection or possibly something else. Well, he's scared. Neil's scared? Well, when Neil's scared, there's a problem. That's not good. Not good. I do That's not, not like good. when Neil is scared. I do not like when Neil is this scared. No. Okay. All right. So... So... Talon? Talon can produce flame now. Uh, I can see if that'll help us see oh. anything. Well, yes, if you can do it. Yeah. Does that does Play that sound on. like a a good idea? Yeah. <laughs> does that oh, this one's like so... you want to do is actually see things. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I thought it might be helpful. Of course, now I can't find it because that's a new thing. So it's under your cantrips, blah, blah, under blah. spells. Blah, blah. I'm just gonna oh, take there it is. Thank you. Out and I'm gonna just poke it into the darkest little just like. Hey. Also, I got yeah. new things, but. Yeah, we'll just, uh, so can you the, just light it? Like if it's well, a cantrip, so you only because, roll if it's an attack. Because I know that you're somewhat new with spells. Let me take just a moment to, to yeah. help you out here. And for anybody listening yeah. who's just kind of not familiar. So cantrips can be used as many times as you want, as frequently as you want, just kind of over and over and over again. The idea is that you have practiced this so many times, it's like second nature. So you're just like produce flame. Um, but produce flame also has an attack if you want to. You can either light it and just kind of, you know, keep it. And then if you want to, you could throw it at somebody and do a D8 plus something. Um, or you could just have it as magical flame. Okay. So this one works the way I think magic should mm -hmm. and is unlimited. Correct. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Unlike what I found out during the Christmas special or whatever. When I killed you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, when you killed me and I discovered you can't just do unlimited magic, which is dumb. All right. So, <laughs> so I'm going to produce flame. All right. So Talon, uh, digging deep. And, and for those that didn't notice, uh, so everybody leveled up to level nine in the last uh, between the episodes. And Talin uh, took a level of druid. So she has a little bit of uh, yeah. maybe a little influ influence from Dilla or possibly just uh, your experience with uh, Terrasil. But either way, you produce flame. Uh, now, what does that look like to you? What, tell me tell me about your your spell. Uh, so basically, doing? I go like this. I do a thumbs up, <laughs> and I and little and a, basically a, a ball of blue, mostly blue, but a little bit of orange flame Perfect. pops up. All right, so you uh, you kind of hold your thumb up, your thumb alights in flame, and you can see the flame on the tip of your finger, but just barely, and it seems to be only lighting about an inch around this flame. Um, ah, this that's room. There's some sort of magical darkness going on here that is impenetrable, at least from what you've tried. 
Can we roll for Arcana to explore this whole darkness thing? You can roll for Arcana to understand magical darkness if you'd like. Sure. Understand yeah. magical darkness and see if there's great. a way. Go for it. All right. Come on. Right. Oh, a natural 20. <laughs> so, it uh, feels redundant to say that in your research, <laughs> you've learned about uh, magical darkness. Um, magical darkness typically can be overcome by magical flame. So something is either more powerful or slightly different about this particular, whatever's producing this darkness. Um, magical, with a 50, actually you rolled a 20, so I'll give you a little bit more. Magical darkness works very similar to the way that a candle would, or just regular flame. Like if you had, if you cast magical darkness on a small item, you could put it inside of a lantern and basically shine darkness as if you would light. Um, oh, weird. Cool. So something about this room is like inky black, but not overcome as normal magical darkness would be. So we gotta find the dark lantern and smash it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So smash lantern. I'll also mm -hmm. tell you just because I haven't quite described what you're what you're seeing. So behind you, you do still yeah. see the the pillars and the the columns and that room, and there's a slight glow of the sunstone behind you. So you could see the doorway, but everything from behind you it's literally like you have your eyes closed except for that small little light that you talon can see but even the other members of your party would just barely detect a faint light um the the ground did anybody grab sunstone i did i was anybody? just going to you reach wanna... into my bag oh, yeah oh, i hold forth <laughs> the sunstone sure what do you do with it um, or just just holding it shine? forth doesn't do anything yeah. Well, that's enough. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no light? Yeah. All right. Well, then. Uh, Alessio, pass me your zappy zappy javelin stick. My oh, job. yeah. Javelin of lightning. Javelin of lightning? Yeah. Oh. Or bring it over here and stab this stab this rock real quick. <laughs> I want to see what happens <laughs> if, we, if we put light through a sunstone. Can we make a lamp? Can are, we make a sunstone lamp? Are you are you pulling a Ben Franklin? Is this like Basically, a key and a yeah. kite thing? Yeah, a key and a kite. Exactly. Right. Yeah. So you, uh, you, are you cool with this, Alessia? Yeah, I mean, I just hope I don't electrocute my friend, but okay. <laughs> I'm wearing right. gloves. I can Fine. heal. So, so you, you jab the, you jab the javelin into the sunstone, uh, and you do see a spark as if a lightning bolt uh, within a really dark, deep cloud just sparking from one part to another. You see it hit the wall, and then it dissipates. But you can tell that the wall is made of rock. And you do also kind of get the sense that the floor beneath your feet is also completely made of, say, granite or rock or bedrock, something like that. Very, very hard. Or like just so I understand, like a beam of light shot out for just a uh, split second? Basically like a lightning bolt, like a spark. A spark. Oh, yeah. Like through, like when we hit the uh, sunstone with the stick. It came here's, out of the sunstone? Here's a very specific example that hopefully you guys get. Have you ever been in bed at night and had like a really heavy blanket and you can oh, make like static yep. electricity by rubbing it? Yep. You ever see, it looks yep. just like that. It's okay. like a, the fair, yep. faintest little hint of light. Got it. Okay. Yeah. But hey, I mean, we're, we're in the right mm -hmm. direction. Okay. All right. All right. So it looks like there's a floor. It's not just a pit. That is good. <laughs> that was yeah. an option. Yeah. Right. Ooh, can so Neil see any better than the rest of us? Or no? Um, 
He's a crow, right? Raven. <laughs> I'll I'll save you the time. Uh, Neil drew it. Do you? Oh. Neil Neil cannot see anything that you cannot see in this scenario. Like his his vision is the same as yours. So basically, it's it's dark. <laughs> my my dark vision isn't any help, right? Just no, say, actually, nobody's vision? dark vision is any help in here. This room, oh you are, it's like I said, it's as if you have your eyes closed. Okay. All right, what if we just go old school, guys, and light a torch? <laughs> that we was about to suggest that. that. Why has no one suggested that yet? <laughs> we could try, I mean, didn't we try that with the flame? But we can try it regularly. I mean, yeah, I lit a, a fireball, a little tiny fireball. All right. I don't know how, yeah, but I don't know how tiny that is compared to a torch. Whip out, I okay. whip out a torch. Wow. Okay. I hold forth a torch. Sure. Uh, so you hold forth a torch. It's hard to even find the, the end of the torch to light it, but you see a couple quick little sparks as you, you do whatever you do. Maybe you hold it up to Talon's finger. You see it light, and for the briefest of moments, you see the tip of it, and it's just this extremely dull glow. It's like... Okay. Uh, it's like so nothing, and it's almost like being enveloped by the darkness. You can't see anything. Oh, okay. So it's just like blanketing anything. It's blanketing so what everything. So what if we... I'm just thinking, do either spellcaster, do either of you have like some sort of light or electricity spell? That's what I was looking. I mean, I, I have things to make things darker, not make things lighter. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need that right now. Yeah. Please don't make it any darker. <laughs> I have that, that would help in the situation. Okay. Alan, maybe some of that new druid magic? That was my druid magic. <laughs> oh, that was, the, that was it? Oh, okay. She's only level well, and I could talk to <laughs> I could talk to animals. Does that help? And I, I can heal. Like I feel like this room has <laughs> some sort of uh, either whatever the air is in it. It's not just the darkness. I feel like whatever air is in this cavern is keeping any light from. Ooh, does the air feel different? Well, only way to find out. And I step forward. All right. Yes. So before you do that, let me answer Talon's uh, question. The air in here, it's stale. It, it, there doesn't seem to be any sort of movement of like wind or, or breeze or anything. Whereas the rest of it, maybe it's just something with the light, but everything else just kind of felt fresh and like not damp and dark, um, dank like a normal cave would. This room just starts to feel a little bit stale. So, Anomio, you take a step forward. Uh, so, as you do, uh, you take a step forward. And you, you feel the ground beneath your foot, you know, very, I'm assuming fairly uh, gingerly. You feel the ground and you step and everything seems okay. Okay, that seems good. Well, uh, I feel like I had a, I'm trying to find where it would be. It was an ability that would let me cast something like a spell that I don't have or a cantrip that I don't have. Um, yes. Normally I would what that was it's, called. It's so your, um, uh, it's like a gem, um, dark, dark shard amulet. I think. Gotcha. Okay. Yep. Hey guys, the darkness seems it's okay. still dark. It's still dark. Seems dark. Very dark. So it's while you step dark. forward, Talon's like touching the wall, mm -hmm. and takes like a, a step trying to you know just sort of feel along the wall. Sure. Um. So let me actually okay. let me drop Neil from here. Um. Neil is uh -oh. on your shoulder. I just he's just in the way. Um, so, okay. Talon, you take a step forward, and you keep your hand on the wall, and uh, you notice that yeah. the wall starts to turn to the right at about a 90-degree angle. Okay. So Okay, I call this out to everybody else. I'm like, y'all, mm -hmm. I'm following along the wall. I'm just touching it. 
and it, it seems like it, it, I'm curving to the right as opposed to just a hallway straight. So yeah. I'm gonna okay, so maybe follow it along to the right. Yeah. All right, let's, let's do it. Use, so yeah, let's use the wall as our guide. So one one yeah. thing, Anomio, as she says this, you kind of reach out yourself, and uh, you feel the wall to your left is basically the same thing. It's like a ninety degree wall that turns left. Mm -hmm. You could do whatever you'd like from there, but I feel like that would have been a thing you'd kind of be feeling around. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So, so should uh, should we all? I should think we, we all stay split? together. We should all just. Do we split we or all go to the right? All go to the left. <laughs> the I room made of darkness. Right Let's split up. <laughs> right. Let's all go to the left and follow Anomio. Let's go to the right. We're going to the oh, right. Oh shit! All right. All right. I walk, I walk along the wall. I'm sure. lost already. All right. So, well, actually, Nobilis, that's a very real statement here. You can't see. Should we hold hands? Although, so I will say that everybody else's senses are working as they normally would. Um, like Booker is kind of staying near you, Talon, but I think he's probably yeah. using his smell to keep him there. Nobilis, you're yeah. you're about ten feet back from the group at the moment. Oh shit! Um, and uh, you know you can hear them walking, but you can't see. Obviously, what are you doing? I'm gonna walk towards okay. the sound. I'm just gonna follow the sound. Okay. Put a hand so, on the wall. wall. So let's. I want to have all four of you make a perception check for me. Let's see how good you are. Do we need at... to do? Go ahead. Do we need to do the kindergartner thing of like we all are holding on to a rope and <laughs> nobody gets lost? <laughs> I'm down with holding hands though. Really? So Certainly like, <laughs> Sorry, we're doing perception. Perception. Yep. This is basically how. Can I do a real. Hmm. Yeah. Go ahead. While, while you're doing that, I'm gonna <laughs> pop. A, I'm gonna pop my new bottle. So let's let's get this here. Let's, All right. Oh, it's a, a twist top. Aw. I mean, I like. I do like oh, twist tops, but it doesn't have the the. Thirteen. You know. Plus. All right. Yeah. You guys rolled really well. Uh, Nomio has fifteen. Alessio twenty-one. Nobilis twenty-one. And Talin, wow. would you roll? Is it just your plus so whatever? You like so, 20? it's thirteen plus one. Uh, it would be plus your perception. Which. Okay. Yeah. So fourteen. Okay. Then. All right. So all of you are able to basically hear the shuffling of foot, feet of the people next to you. Um, probably up to about 10. Like, you're not going to get lost as long as you stay close to each other. Uh, but if you do want to, like, hold on to each other's, you know, sleeve or something like that, that would be fine, too. Put your hand upon my shoulder. Okay. My brother. Cool. I was going to say, grab my pecs. Anyone. <laughs> so uh, I can't reach, unfortunately. <laughs> I'm not holding on to that. Everyone, everyone have, everyone have accidentally gets whacked in the balls. <laughs> everyone have one hand on their on the person in front of your shoulder and one hand on the wall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. There we go. All right, so I've kind of arranged you guys. Uh, it's Talon, Anomio, Alessio, Nobilis, and Booker is going to just kind of hang near you, Talon, as much as he can. Okay. Um, Sweet. So as you're starting to walk away, Nobilis, you detect uh, the door behind you to the pillar room closes. Oh, shit. And it closes I... fairly quickly, as if it's being slammed shut. Uh-oh, we're trapped. Oh, God, here comes the ball. I don't like, like that. Use perception to see if anything followed us in. Roll it with disadvantage. Oh, yeah, we oh can't see. Oh my god, that's good. Ooh, I really like that. The Weston oh, shirt. What was it again? Weston Sherrywood. Ooh, yummy. Nice. Right. So, Nobilis, you, you more turned around as the door was shutting, and you think you might have seen 
like a maybe a shadowy hand on the door, but it's shadows. I mean, it could be anything. Oi. Did it seem like the hand was outside the door or inside the door? What you saw, they were they were more like lines of shadows, kind of getting the last glimpse of light on the inside of the door. All right, let's just keep walking, folks. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm gonna oh, take hey, a couple more. Before we do, I was thinking, I kind of want to see how big the cavern is, if we can figure that out. I want to, if I can Ooh. feel around for a rock. Sure. Uh, yeah, you reach. Do I have a stick? <laughs> so uh, we'll stick with uh, Anonio right. for the moment. So you reach down, you grab yeah. a rock. Uh, which direction are you throwing it? I'd like uh, to throw it away the, in the direction, you know, away from the wall we're leaning on. Okay, so tell me, like, <laughs> not, are you going not directly into the wall? Just the are you going? <laughs> so, so the, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> so the, the the wall is currently to the south and west of you. Um, like it's kind of going at a forty-five degree angle. Are you throwing north, it to the north? Northeast. Or? Okay. All right, uh, so you throw it, and let's just kind of get an idea of... So, you, hear yeah, right. go, you hear a little gnome go, ow! I'm glad I didn't right have that I'm glad I didn't have that, because that would have ruined that. <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> you hear a little gnome go, ow. <laughs> all right, so um, you, you throw the rock, and it sails through the air for like a, like a quarter of a second, before you do hear it hit something. Um, oh, yeah, okay. You know, your best guess is there's something probably about 20, 30 feet away from you. Oh, okay. It's either, so it's it either definitely, a wall. Yeah, it definitely hit a wall. Because um, what you heard is you heard like a clunk and then you heard chunk, chunk, chunk as it hits the ground. And it definitely didn't say ouch. It definitely didn't say ouch. Okay. okay. And it didn't sound like a pit. Uh, like a like a rock falling down along it didn't a deep sound abyss. like it fell long enough to be a pit that direction or anything okay. like that so okay. All right, so I don't know if Talon has a stick but she'll at least take her torch and kind of use it you know like a blind person's guide okay. stick great idea to right. tap the floor in front of me as I Oh, yeah, Feel the wall and go along. Ooh, you're like a like a D and D like original Dungeons and Dragons. I like that. that. That was a thing. Like they had a ten foot pole and like you don't move unless you tap the square in front of you. <laughs> so oh, really? yeah, that's that's great. That's yeah, good job. All right, so you uh, you're tapping, you're moving. Um, how far do you want to go? Well, uh, let, let me. Let, I, this is gonna be just. Let's try to talk this out. So as you're going, you're keeping okay. your hand on the wall. Um, you start to notice that the yeah. wall is also starting to curve to the right again. Um, so almost like back the direction you came, but clearly not like you're still going forward. But just it's it's right. like it's yeah, so kind of like kind of like a U shape. We're kind of exactly going in, yes. Going back up. All right. Yep. Well, I mean, we still can't see, so we might as well just keep following the curvature of the wall. Mm -hmm. As long as yeah. Colin doesn't feel any holes or hits with her stick. No, that's Nablus's job. So kind of, so does it kind of feel like a passageway? Like, does it feel like a corner? Like, I'm kind of accidentally following along a passageway off of it? So or it's just a bit so of a curve? From what you can tell is you are, you're walking and you're keeping your hand on the on the wall to your right and it's just starting to curve to the, to the further to the right. Um, you don't know okay. where you're going or which direction or what's to your left. Um, Okay. With my little ball of light that's on my thumb, can I see just that patch of wall at all? Pretty much all it's all that is doing for you is reminding you that you have a hand. Like you can't see cool. further than like the hand in front of your face. 
Oh, Bill, what's the, I have the room? A nice the room is the room still kind of like a dank smell? Is the, it, uh, can we hear anything? Is it still silent in there? What's happening in this room as we walk forward? Make a perception check for me, Alessia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Be careful what you ask. I know, right? Be careful what you ask. <laughs> uh, 19. A 19. Um, so you you feel like you hear something moving along the ground. It's not snakes. But you feel like you hear something <laughs> kind of just move. It's like a very slow, like almost like a grinding, but very, very subtle. Like if you didn't roll a 19, you probably wouldn't have heard it. It's just, it's almost like, let me see if I can do some ASMR here. It's almost like, uh, oh God, like that. Are we in a trash compactor? (laughs) (laughs) What a wonderful smell you've discovered. Yeah, no. (laughs) Um, so Tallinn, uh, let's, let's see something here. Uh You suddenly feel very cold and some, you just feel (sighs) the sense of Leth- uh, lethargy come over you um, but you mm-hmm. also take uh, 13 points of damage what? motherfucker um, oh my god the fucking dementors are here and, and uh, uh, specto patronum let's just do this real quick because for some reason it didn't roll the other one your strength is reduced by 4 points well, that's not cool. What? My strength is like the only thing I've got going for me in life. <laughs> so um, if you don't know, oh, if you can't figure shit. out how to do that, let me know and I'll do it for you. But something just attacked you from your left. Um, we're not quite going to go into like, initiative order, but if you'd like to do something, then you're welcome to. Uh, I'm just going to wake up. Like something story. just attacked me. For Like, mm-hmm. did I feel something physical hit me or I just so like what, suddenly feel cold and weak? What you would like have sick, felt like is I got almost, the flu. almost like something like grasp your throat, but very cold. And you're just whole body. You just are like, oh, I'm just like so tired. And and you feel like some pain. And all of a sudden you just feel much weaker. Um. I yell at it for one so that others know. Hey, stop it. I'm like, oh. We're all like, what? Uh, I'm like, let me go. I like that. And as I like, so I'm like leaning against the wall, I imagine. Um, so, yep. Mm-hmm. But I pull out. What do I do? This thing is so different from what I'm used to. Sorry. Everything's very weird. That's alright. Basically, I like, I suddenly got attacked on the side. I lean against the wall, pull out my machete, of course, Mm -hmm. and I try to stab it, but I yell at it. And so Booker is alerted also that something has come at me, kind of thing. Okay. Uh, and so it's made me feel cold. I'm trying to remember. I was trying to find. It's so dark. I can't click on Booker. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, he's uh, he's th- way I up here. I think that's him. I, I'm I'm moving. There he is. Yeah. Or, yeah. There we go. Uh, don't worry about Booker at the moment. What are you doing? So you're yelling and you're swiping out with your machete. I'm yelling that I'm like, ah, something grabbed me and okay. 
I'm swiping at it with my machete. All right, make an attack roll with your machete. Um, it may or may not let you because you don't actually have anything targeted, but we'll see. And I am going to, sure. I did start combat. I'd like everybody to roll initiative at this point. Okay. Uh, but Talon, you will get the first move. Ooh, that's a 22. A 22 Randy. to hit. For attack. With you. All right, perfect. All right, so your machete swings out. Uh, go ahead and roll damage with that. Yeah, buddy. It's a seven. Yeah. <laughs> right, it's a seven. All right, so you you swipe out, and you, you notice there is some resistance to your swipe. With the still air, it's actually very obvious to you that you hit something, but your machete still goes okay. right through it. Um, but you hear this this otherworldly sound that sounds like a gasp. Um, almost, let's see if I can do what I have in my head. It's, it's almost like, <gasps> like that. And it's about it's about Ugh. three feet from your ear. Does everybody else hear that? Oh yeah. Okay, good. All right. Just making sure it's not in my head. <laughs> so Nobilis, <laughs> you you are up first. Okay. So I can't see anything, right? Uh, you cannot see anything. The only thing, like you've heard this noise, and you're holding on to Alessio. I want to say you're like like actually like probably like playing with his hand, you know, like a <laughs> making, <laughs> making him a little uncomfortable. So. Of course. <laughs> um, so, like, it's not dark enough for this. <laughs> could I, could I, like, detect like the direction the sound was coming from? Yes. So it's coming from your southwest. However, you know what? Because you are directly next to Booker, uh, and you would know this, <clears throat> if you choose to, I will let you grab Booker and let him lead you towards Talin. That's completely up to you if you want to take that path. I like that idea. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll grab onto like his like collar or like whatever he has and like direct him to. Obviously, sure. he's about to go after her anyways because. Yeah. Yep. You heard me yell out. All right. Yeah. So B Booker, uh, Booker instinctually is running towards you, Talon, when he hears you kind of gasp out in pain. Um, Novelist uses this moment. He grabs Booker's. Uh, Grabs him by the back of his top hat, which is on very securely, and uh, Booker is is leading Novelist towards this creature. Um, I was so, thinking his tail, but okay. Uh, well, that works. When you ride, him, like a, you grab a some saddle. part of Booker. He does have a little, it's irrelevant. He, he does have a saddle. <laughs> All right, perfect. You grab his saddle and uh, and you you get pulled. Um, so you are currently standing <laughs> what you presume to be about ten feet away from Talin, um, and Booker is growling. And I still can't see what the hell's you going on. You can't see anything, no. If you choose to attack, and I'm just leaned against the wall, bombs. like muttering how cold I am. Yes. I'm just, yeah, mm -hmm. just throwing that out there. Perfect. Like, it's cold. I mean, the only thing I could think to do, um, I'm gonna do the armor of Agathis just to cool shield All myself right. a bit. Go for it. All right, Anomio and then Alessio. That's the turn order. Um, anything else, Nobles? Um, no. So it says, okay, I forgot about the temporary hit points, but nope, that's mm -hmm. it. I'm just going to stand stand ready to fight whatever's about to come for me. All right, Anomio, you're up. Uh, I draw forth my super awesome flamey rapier. The Ember Edge. Whisper, I whisper to Pyroxus, oh, hey, flame buddy, what fell creature is in these Amigo. Amigo. I know, buddy. I'm going with buddy. <laughs> I like buddy. Okay. <laughs> my buddy. My buddy. He's my buddy, Pyroxus. 
<laughs> Flame buddy. Uh, what what fell what fell creatures live in this cavern? Uh, so he responds back to you. Uh, so as as he attempts to, or as the sword attempts to light, you can feel the heat radiating off of it, but you can't see almost any of it. You see the glow as if like uh, think of like a forged sword as it's just mm. the red is starting to dull from from the heat. That's what it looks like. But you know this thing is roaring with flame, um, and you hear in your head, you hear, I don't know what is in this cavern. You, you don't ever come over here for a visit, you know. Hang out with the hang out with the ghoulies. No, okay. Is that you know anything about crazy, spooky darkness? Uh, he doesn't respond to you at this point. All right. Well, all right. Okay. Good talk. <laughs> anything else? You guys are uh, you guys are gonna let Talin get abused here. What are you doing? Well, no, I'm gonna Talin's be... over here like stop eating chicharrones and fucking do something. <laughs> well, I want to use the sword to try to warm her at least, um, since it is it should still be warm Quite even cold. if we can't see the light. So she said I said she was mm -hmm. weirdly cold. I'm super cold. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so actually, Talin, that does seem to help you a bit. You feel warmer, but you do still feel quite tired. Right. And then I'd like to try to like, uh, I'm gonna just shuffle in between her and the uh, the darkness and just have that sword out, just like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Sure. Come on, come so, on. So, Talin, were you able to reduce your strength? Because if not, I'll do it for you. Oh, I just wrote it down. Oh, okay. So in the future, <laughs> so on your character sheet, you could click on the the number and then just hit negative four. Ah! So now you now have a strength of I'm 12. I'm with you now. All right. Gotcha. Cool. Uh, so, Nomio, that'll end your turn? Yep. All right. Alessio, what are you doing? You Your group has now kind of left you. You do you can hear them. You know that they're, like, about 10 feet ahead of you, but you, you obviously can't see anything. Um, you hear, like, there's a lot of bodies ahead of you. Um just kind of all in one space. It's it's a little tough to to tell what to do. So did I hear the conversation between Agnomio and this yes. uh, shadow person? Uh, so you heard Agnomio's part. I didn't hear his. Uh, correct. Yep. Uh, and going. You have forward, a different guy. Yeah. Going forward, all all voices from the swords will be directly inside the head of the of the person who's attuned to it. Um, oh, the voice so. from the sword. Yeah, so occasionally I might speak just to one of you guys, just like technically I might speak only to one of you, but in the midst of something like this, it's just pretend like I got, you got, it, got it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I heard Talon get um get hurt, mm -hmm. so I kind of go near Talon and I kind of feel for her and see where she is. And mm -hmm. she said she, you know, she told me she gets attacked to her left. So what I want to do is uh, summon a uh, a spell I have not gotten to use yet. But this is kind of the best I think thing I could use, which is Shadow Blade. Okay, tell us about Shadow Blade. The Shadow Blade um, it lasts until the spell ends, but what it does, it deals 2d8 psychic damage on a hit, and it has the finesse light oh. properties of range from 20 to 60. In okay. addition, if I attack a target that is di in dim light or darkness, I make the attack roll with advantage. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. Okay. Oh, heck yes. Yeah. So I I would say that so currently, although you cannot see this creature, you are adjacent to it, and based off the commotion going on, you have a direction to to stab. 
if you choose to. But keep in mind, you don't know what's next to you. <laughs> like, the commotion could be Noblis, or it could be Booker, or it could be Talon. Like, you could just stab. But tell me what you want to do. Oh, God. Uh, <laughs> well, I think what I do is I kind of yell to everyone that... Um, Yuck. <laughs> everyone get down. Like, hit the floor. I'm going to attack with advantage. Okay. My get to the chopper. I know, that's all <laughs> I can think chopper. of. To... <laughs> get down. <laughs> get down. <laughs> Alright, so I saw you roll dice, but I don't see anything come up. Yeah, why didn't it come up? I don't know. I They looked like high dice oh. rolls, though, so I'm going to say... It was a 17 and an 18. <clears throat> Perfect, those will definitely hit. Alright, so uh, go ahead and roll damage. Okay. Cool. I have no idea where you... Oh, did you end up doing, like, private roll or something like that? Wait, how much damage did that do? It was, it was 8 and 3, I saw. Yeah, it was 8 and 3. All right, so you do uh, 11 points of damage. All right, so <clears throat> you stab out with your blade, uh, your your brand new rapier, actually, and um, we could see that, Noblis. All right, so you stab out with your rapier, and you feel it enter something that resists as if it's air but thicker, and you hear the sound of, of whatever this creature is. <gasps> it's like a gasp, and it fades into nothingness. And you feel as if this creature's no longer there. No. I know what we are fighting. It is a meringue monster. Slightly thicker than air. It prowls of the tunnels of, of Harbor Haven. There like lemon meringue? <laughs> yes. <laughs> the lemon meringue monsters of Harbor Haven. Have you not heard of them? I don't know. If he, I don't know if he's kidding or not. Wait, is he serious? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. That's up to him. <laughs> does the room feel any brighter? The, the, the room uh, doesn't. The room does not feel brighter at all. Uh, but you also, now that you guys are kind of all in this one area. You realize that to your left is a wall, and to your right is a wall. There's about a 15-foot gap, but you guys are all kind of in this space. So you're starting to realize that you're now heading through a bottleneck of a tunnel. Mm. Yeah, uh, so I, I would tell you, Nobilis, you could tell that the wall to your left... Um, I'll just move you for a sec. It's about five feet to your left. The wall there <clears throat> seems to be jutting out... Um, and curving to the right as well. So mentally, you might be picturing that there would be like like a longer tunnel to the north and that you guys are dipping down to the south. As if, oh, yeah. just to re go through, like so as if the door you came in, like if there was a straight tunnel that went that way and then you guys have turned to the right and you're now heading to the south. All right, well... Well, first of all, how's Talon feeling? Is her energy coming back, or is she still pretty uh, lethargic? Her energy does she she has kind of recovered as far as like all right, she's ready for for action again, but she still feels weaker. It seems to be permanent. All right, Talon, why don't you? So I kind of feel for Talon, touch her shoulder, and say, "Here, get behind me, and we'll follow. We'll follow the south side of the wall." 
Nobilis and Ignomio follow the north side and see how, let's see how far this bottleneck goes. I'm gonna hop up on Booker to follow along with y'all since yeah. I'm so tired. Also okay. though, follow-up question, does the compass just like readjust its coordinates every time we enter a new room? Like is north just always the top and east is always it's, just to the right? Yeah, and we'll, we'll just do that to keep things easy. Yep. Okay, cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Good question, though. It's funny, I've, I've, I've considered I've that before. I've gotten way too, too hung up on that. <laughs> no, I've, I've thought about that before. I was like, it's really convenient that the top of the map is always north. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know if you've noticed, as, but the As somebody who hikes a lot, I'm like, yeah. how is north always up here? <laughs> yeah. the, the entrance is to almost right? every dungeon that you guys have gone in is at the south. Uh, west <laughs> but not on purpose just because cool, that's cool, where cool. i mentally start all right so Nobilis and anomio are you guys going to separate from the group uh while alessio and talin go south well, i mean and you guys not, go north not, i mean we're not really self-separating it's only a 15 foot gap yeah okay. we'll just feel around to see just to make yeah, sure just, like, like we're not yeah missing. you guys feel around the top roll let's kind of say in communication what you're feeling sure. uh all booker right. and talin get behind me come here boy <laughs> all right <clears throat> giddy so, up <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm definitely coming back from, you know, I was on a cruise, so of course I got sick. So mm -hmm. I apologize for everybody yeah. listening. Um, all right, so we're, we're going to go with Anomio and, and Nobilis first. So Nobilis, uh, you're going to be leading the way. What are you doing? Um, I'm just, I'm keeping definitely like, I think both hands on the wall. I just want to like feel okay. to like to keep track of, basically so I don't lose track of direction because I feel like that's something I could easily get lost. Sure. <clears throat> All right, so you start heading to the north, and you notice that the wall is turning to the right, um, to the east. Okay. Um, oh, there it is. All right. My water was hiding behind the whiskey. That's kind of a sign, I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we all want. <laughs> Metaphor. I want to keep, right? like, feeling like I'm going to realize that this is, like, a pathway here, but I kind of want to stick to, like, this main room we're in to see if there's any other pathways that we may have missed. So I'd like to sure. keep going around the room without going down that hall. <clears throat> All right. So you go another, let's just say you go in about another 10 feet or so, and you uh, notice the wall is, again, kind of curving as if a U shape. Um, you still do not see any sort of light whatsoever. This is 100% darkness. Uh, but the wall itself is turning um, almost completely 180 degrees. It's like a sharp little peninsula, if you want to think of it that way. Gotcha. So it's not like a pathway. It's more of just like a dead end kind of thing. Uh, I wouldn't say it's a dead end. It does feel like you you can still sense the space ahead of you feels open. Um, maybe you even make a noise and you kind of hear it just go. But you you could tell there's there's probably like a large open space ahead of you. But what lies beyond that, you don't know. I'm gonna turn to Agnomio and see what he recommends. Or sorry, who, who's with you? Is it Agnomio? So you and Agnomio, yep. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just ask him like, what do you think? Do we go down forward. these paths? Or Always forward. Always <laughs> forward. Okay. Okay. Uh, so Talin and Alessio, you guys would be able to hear them talking. Like they're only at twenty feet away from you, so cool. that's not a problem. And right. it's a it's a cave, so you, it's fairly echoey in here. Um, that being said, you guys have not been able to, like just throughout this whole thing you can't tell where the ceiling is it could be a hundred feet above you or it could be 10 feet above you but you mm -hmm. can't reach it either way um okay so anomio and nobilis you guys go ahead another say 10 feet or so uh and nobilis you're keeping your hand on the wall i presume yep 
Okay. So you Bill, cur- yep. do you know how tall you must be in real life to think that reaching the ceiling is ever an option? Like, what? <laughs> That's never occurred to me in my entire life. <laughs> Not even in a cave. As a, as a forty-year-old okay. man who still occasionally jumps and like hits signs and stuff, like I, I could tell you, it's. I was like, edit Bill with like the Yeah. Uh, you're talking to me and Tallinn and Anomio. We are not reaching ceilings. No it's. We don't care. <laughs> right. so, do you ever yeah. have your husband do tall tasks? That's what Eric calls yeah. them. Yeah, like tall. She, mostly like, mostly or, I yell at him for putting things up too high, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's like a passive aggressive thing us tall, tall people do. Like, oh, you want the, you know, yeah. you want this thing? I'm just going to put it on yeah. top of the fridge. All right, so back to the game. That's why I have a step stool in every room. <laughs> Talon pulls out her step stool and tries to reach the seal. <laughs> Talon cannot. Uh, Talon, you stand up on top of Booker's back and you reach up and you cannot. You cannot touch the ceiling. All right. So novelist and like different. Novelist, you're keeping your hand on the side of the wall. Uh, as you continue to walk, you are heading south again. Um, Talon and Alessio, you do hear their shuffling feet get a little bit more muffled as they're now behind a wall that you know would separate the two of you. Um, what would you like to do, Noblis? You're leading the way. I, mean, I guess I'll keep going forward, as Agnomia said. So let's let's keep making our way around, trying to figure out, map out the room a bit. Okay. Wait, shouldn't shouldn't Alessio and Talon like you know follow here? Uh, if you want to, that's completely um, up to you. I was kind of giving them a couple of turns to do something. Oh, you... Okay, yeah, yeah. That's but but if you so. if you dist- if you detect them getting far away and you want to catch up to them, then that's totally well. Fair. That's the thing. I, yeah, I don't want to get. Yeah, I think we wanted to stay together. Yeah. Okay. Hold yeah. On, you close my pump up. <laughs> All right. I we, won't. We're, uh... we're gonna still, we're gonna still stay on the south side of the wall mm-hmm. and follow across that way because they're on the the upper side. So let's just. Sure follow that side yeah. I just want to stay close to them so we can still hear them all right so you're going to continue yeah. to the south alessio yeah just to see if the wall still bottlenecks and kind of takes us in the same direction as where agnomio and uh and novelist are going sure so at the moment so uh if uh, let me let, let me move you only because it will help but you can tell me like where you want to go um so if you want to keep your hand on the wall you're actually going to be kind of over here and the wall is actually turning again to the right um and you're feeling as if there's a large space ahead of you like uh just between the echoes or some sort of sense of the air you can yeah. tell that it it's open um okay what do you want to do from here um man Talon, you think it's like that's another like it's a different corridor to start going down than the others yeah mentally you guys could tell that you are you are definitively going down a different passage than anomio and novelis yeah exactly that's what that's what i was that's what i was afraid of um oh we don't want to split yeah should we shift over to the northern wall then and then a Muslim thing? Well, I have a feeling some shit's about to go down with Novelist based on what I saw on my screen. Yeah, I, I probably yeah, we should probably stay together. <laughs> I don't wanna end up in a situation yeah. where we're abandoning those two because all of a sudden because basically my, my my thought was that I thought like the maybe it would just kinda go like this and around the same direction. But if it's now right. up and there's another pathway to go even a different direction then 
yeah, that's not good. Let's let's yeah. let's, let's switch over to the top wall and follow that way behind yeah. Nablus and Agnomio. All right. Yeah. So Alessio and Tallinn, you guys start heading a little bit over to the to the um, east, and you you feel another wall. Um, but Alessio, you felt something just barely touch the back of your heel as you were turning around to walk away. Oh. Wow. Uh, no. no it wasn't effect. me. No effect. But uh, it could have been. I mean, definitely a snake. <laughs> it was Ghost almost as if snake. it was almost as if your heel kind of got stuck in something very briefly, almost like like when you step in gum, but then the second step didn't have any sort of effect. If if there were any critters around, like Booker would smell that or sense that and be acting weird. Do I sense that Booker feels edgy? More edgy well, than mean, just. I mean, I don't know. I think Alessio just being, uh, you know, kind of whatever. He's probably thinking it's another Luma Glow, but it's too dark to glow. Oh, they're so cute. But it's too dark to glow in here. <laughs> true. That's true. All right. All right. So I don't so, think anything of it. I just keep pressing forward to catch up to the guys. Perfect. So as uh, Alessio and Talin are catching up to Nobilis. Um, I'm gonna throw you guys back in, and and novelist, don't don't call things out next time. <laughs> I didn't realize that you would have seen that, well, <laughs> but that's okay. I was going to do something when that popped up, and I went to go click on it, and then it disappeared. Yeah, so. no, it's okay. All right, so novelist, you feel again this, or not again, but you feel this really cold sensation just gripping your neck, and uh, you take eleven points of necrotic damage. And well, that's what I was gonna ask. Can I counterspell? Yeah. Uh, it's not a spell. Um, uh, it popped up like it was. That's why I was, that's the only reason oh, I said something. That's fair. About that. um, no, it's okay. Uh, and then you lose one point of your strength. So if you click on your strength and just reduce it by one, um, as you have this have this this life essence sucked out of you, you guys can all roll initiative. Okay. Oh no. I'm gonna reduce it by one. Oh, like, I'll take care of it if you can't. Okay. I just changed the number. Whenever he that's says. That's yeah, you you did it right. You had it. I believe. <laughs> I just do the math whenever. I'm just gonna for, I'm gonna forget that I need to yeah, do that because what's gonna happen? I didn't right. touch it, so an eight is I did, perfect. Yeah. Okay. Cool. All right. So, uh, we are now in combat. Uh, Novelist, you have not rolled yet, but that's fine. All right. So, um, this creature, uh, actually, Novelist, at this point, it has been. It is close enough that even in this darkness you see what can only be described as a face completely made out of shadow. But it's... Oh, what would I even compare this to? It's got these massive teeth that are all just these black lines. And it tries to almost like get directly into your face and move through you. Um, as it does this, you feel this lethargy kind of overtake you and you and you... Shake it off really quick, although you're not very strong. So, uh, you know, despite the pecs, you, uh, you're not, you're not sure what the heck you just saw, but it was absolutely terrifying. Um, so Alessio, you're actually going to be up first. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm all the way in the back. Um, uh, so can I, can I hear what's going on up there? Did, uh, Novelist, did uh, did you make any noise? I would have did the okay. make a noise, or did the monster make a noise? Uh, in this in this case, there was definitely a, a slight noise from the the monster, but probably a lo louder one from Novelis. 
<laughs> so. Okay. So I kind of looked back at Tal and I think I'm, I think some I think they ran into another one of those monsters that you you that you ran into. Let's let's uh, let's try to catch up to them. So I can't tell. I can't tell what feet I'm away, dude. So you're gonna have to help sure. me. Sure, <laughs> no problem. All right, so you have your right hand on this wall and you know that moving to the north is gonna get you closer. So you uh, you have a movement of 30 feet and I'm gonna say that even though you're in the darkness, you're gonna be moving as quickly as you can. Um, so you're gonna be going roughly, whoops, oh. <laughs> you're gonna, basically gonna, you're gonna curve around this wall and end up, you you actually bump into the back of Nobilis. I mean, I know Mio real quick. Um, you could tell it's him because he's very short. <laughs> and Talon, uh, just for the sake of this, if you want to follow Alessio, I'll have you move up with him. Okay, yeah, that's what okay. I would be doing. Cool, and Booker will go with you, but you can uh, yeah. basically ignore your move on your turn, but you'll be up there with him. All right, so Alessio, you okay. are now directly behind Anomio, and uh, you get the sense that Nobilis is in front of Anomio, plus Anomio maybe told you. Nobilis uh, is in front okay. of me. But you've moved your full movement at the moment. Okay, so I move my full movement. Um... Man, what the hell? <laughs> I realize this is complex for you guys so i appreciate the uh yeah this know. is like this is not easy not i, mean, I know this is, it's funny it would, it would almost it would almost be better to just do this like theater of the mind but i think this this adds a little bit of of technical thing and gives yeah, people something see, to look at you can't see, you can't see anything it's yeah. <laughs> um all right so i'm gonna try the same thing i did earlier i'm gonna take my uh shadow blade out sure uh it's dark i feel like if if uh well it's my advantage anyway so it doesn't matter so uh i yell to everybody i'm going to try the same thing shadow blade <laughs> everybody <All right>. duck. <laughs> sure so all right, do so... the... all right i'm making sure i'm on public role here uh yep. with advantage is your shadow blade a, is it a spell um or is it a feature yeah. it's, a spell. Oh, it's a spell it's a spell okay just curious so oh, there 25. it is. Okay, so that was your second uh, use of that spell. Be wary; so, you have limited uses of your freaking yeah. spell. <laughs> so I, I don't know why it didn't reduce it, but you're you're now out of second level spell slots, even with a twenty-five. So you stab out, and you do see actually the end of your blade. It kind of like sizzles, almost like a like a quick little spark, and you notice that there is nothing around it. But you do see a gnomeo, and. In the dark, Anomio has got this big grin on his face for God knows what reason. <laughs> hey, you see, you see, actually, like for the the split second that you see him, Anomio is like passing his hand through the flame on his sword. <laughs> but, but you do not hit anything. <laughs> All right, so I hit nothing. Okay, you hit nothing. I take liberties. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> that sounds about right. I look at Gnomeo. Put away the new blade. Stop playing with it. <laughs> Stop playing with it. We're all blind now. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Anything else, Alessio? Novelist is still trying to look for Talon's 10-foot pole. 
<laughs> All right, Anomio, it is your turn. Um, right. you do you do have a hand on Nobilis at the moment, so you know where he is. And based off the sounds and and kind of the movement of Nobilis, you could tell whatever this creature is, it's either directly in front of him or possibly like kind of up into the to the left. Like it's very close to in front of Nobilis, and he moved back away from it. Sure. So if I move next to Nobilis, to the mm -hmm. north of Nobilis, mm -hmm. um, there, thank you. Yep. Um, am I close enough to see the shadow face, or is that that's that? Make a perception roll with disadvantage. Let's see if okay. if yeah. Only because you have the lit blade at the moment. Uh, I'm gonna give it to you. Um. I had a 10 in, in mind, but even that. So what you see is is a creature known as a shadow. Um, this creature is comprised completely of shadow, but it is very much a corporeal essence. Like it, it's not, you can touch it, you could hit it, you could do whatever, but it is made completely of darkness and it clearly can move very well around in here. Um, it is directly in front of you. And if you were to swing at it, you are sure that you would hit it with a successful hit like you Aha. know where it is in that case i draw forth my paroxysm ember edge mm -hmm. and i yell out have at thee you sugary delicious motherfucker <laughs> you meringue motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. all right so 27 well, that'll hit. <laughs> 12 damage. That's got to do some damage. Uh, actually, so you uh, you almost kill it. It's not quite dead. You um, oh. you hack this well, thing, and case. as Pyroxus, uh, as the Ember Edge moves through it, you see parts of the shadow just kind of dissipate and then reform around your blade, um, almost as if it moved out of the way, but you hear <gasps> from this uh, shadow as it uh, is right on death's, death's door. I hate this thing. Oh, wow. <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to do that again. That seemed to work really well. Oh, wait, sure. wait a second. Uh, never mind. Sorry. Yep. Can I, I was just going to say, do you remember the, the room previous guys when if you look through the sunstone, it reveals shit? Have we tried that yet? <laughs> yeah, I think, I think yeah. actually, no, technically you stabbed it with a javelin, but I'll save you guys time. It wouldn't work. So, okay. Yep. Oh, boo. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'm going to do it again. I'm gonna mm -hmm. get a little bit that going. Well, Bill's like, whatever idea you think you have to create light, I will disallow it. <laughs> I, yeah, I've, I've, like, had, no. I've had like three weeks to think about this. <laughs> so, uh, I hope I it's rolled. not one of us has Yeah, I saw that. I think it was a 13. Um, yeah, it wasn't good enough, I'm guessing. Yeah, no, it was actually. It's got an oh. AC of 12, so it just barely hits. Um, so go ahead and roll damage. I don't know what the hell's going on with the damage tonight. Uh, and whatever that is, oh, you rolled That's extra fire damage. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So that is enough. Um, so you actually see, you see the shadow for the first time and this thing, it's, it's skinny at the bottom and kind of wider at the top. It has these arms. It has a face that again, just like novelist saw, has these teeth made completely out of shadow. Its eyes are just blank sockets of nothing, but Ember edge, Ember's edge flows through this thing and you see the entire thing ignite almost like flash paper and it just dissipates with a with a scream. Ah, so this mm. wasn't a meringue monster at all. It was a creme brulee monster. 
it ended up as creme brulee. <laughs> it sure did. <laughs> so, you guys are now out of combat. Someone's hungry. Uh, Anomio, uh, ahead of you, you feel the room open up before you. Um, what is in there has yet to be discovered. Okay. But so... at the moment, you don't feel you feel Nobilis to your right, but you don't feel anything to your left or behind you. But okay. you can you can hear Alessio and Talin and Booker right directly behind yeah. you. Well, I don't really want to uh, mess up the. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, the hold on. Let, let me interrupt. Oh, I don't normally read out things from the chat, but David just nailed it. He said it's built the opposite of a Pixar mom. <laughs> 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 Fantastic. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. You say he's holding oh. on to Nobilis. How is he holding on to Nobilis? Does that, are, we, are we going with the whole pet theory that I suggested at the beginning? I'm granting just... Nobilis, why are you carrying a rock in your... <laughs> just like pulling on your nips. Yeah, just, just like... Pulling on the... <laughs> just pulling a nip. Nobilis. <laughs> you keep claiming you're poor, but clearly you have diamonds in your shirt. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm pouring a lot of whiskey. All right. All right. So, I, uh, yes. yeah, no, I would like to just follow along with the group. I am not going to jump out into the. Yeah. the Damn. Yeah. All right. I think it's poor number. Damn, four. Bell. Yeah. So much for the weight loss. All right. Uh, so, so what are you guys doing? Are you walking forward to the right? Are you going left? Are you keeping your hand on? What are you doing? Yeah, yeah. Keep, keep forward. Otherwise, forward. keep following. All right. Keep forward. Are you like literally forward, just like out into the abyss? Oh, no, no. Along the wall. Okay. Touching the wall. Still following along forward. Cool. Yep. Um, so I will save yeah, us some time. I'll save us some time. Um, so as you go along the wall, you continue to, to walk. You keep your hand to the right. And eventually, you come to what could only be a door. Um, and all of you, I'll drag you over there. Uh, whether you open it or not is your choice. But there is a door to the north... Uh, east of this room. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, well, can we see any light? First, first we check if it's uh, is the door locked. All right. So Alessio, so you you feel around a little bit, and you do find what you would assume might be a handle. It's a little tough to tell. Um, you check the door to see if it's locked. It does not appear locked, or at least the the <laughs> handle seems to turn. Uh, but and then novelist yells for, for, when for you your, turn it. For your sake, not really giving anything away, but just because you didn't say it, it does seem to turn, but you don't necessarily open it. Yeah, exactly. I just wanted to see if it would, mm -hmm. whatever I thought would turn or unlock. Okay. Um. So I was asking, is there any like, can we see any light like through the cracks of it? Like, is it? So you see, probably like a little bit of dancing yellow light, kind of creaking beneath the door. Um, but you you were kind of inspecting this like you were actually almost almost bending down almost almost on your knees like before you see it just peeking down below the door. Gotcha. So it seems like a far away light source. It seems more like you are just barely seeing a very dull light source beneath a door. Okay. Um, well, I want to get out. Of hear anything? Tavern. I think we should just open this freaking door. Uh, right. So hold on. So Talon, go ahead and roll a perception check for me. Okie dokie. Open it up. <laughs> Wait. Let's listen to see if anybody's sneaking around on the other side. Oh, well. So what you hear... With I don't a, hear diddly squat. Well, with a seven, <laughs> this is still a very empty room. You don't hear anything through the door, but you do... 
excuse me, you do hear something kind of to your left, um, basically over to the west, and it sounds it sounds similar to what you heard with Alessio to the south, where it was like a very soft grinding of the of the ground beneath you. Oh, the trash compactor changed directions. I, I, so I, I might be giving it the wrong impression if you're thinking of that. It's more of like a picture if you had like a handful of pebbles and you just kind of very quietly or very gently slid them across a concrete surface. It was like okay, like that. Okay. It's, oh, it's very quiet, but because you guys are the only ones in here and the air is just still, you can hear it. It's like a, one of those shadow monsters taking a step or something. Something that you've noticed is the shadow monsters don't seem to make noise unless you hit them or killed them. So it might be something else. Could right, be a Lumaglow. Well, could be a Lumaglow. I say we just open the door. All well, right. one more thing before I open the door. Can I just, can I check it for traps? Sure. Uh, you're definitely going to have disadvantage, but go ahead and roll an investigation check. Okay. Oh wow, yeah. I don't well, see anything. <laughs> I was gonna say whether you whether you roll a natural one or not, it doesn't matter. So with a five, uh yeah, seems fine. Uh this door actually is is weird though, because it does seem to be made out of stone. It's basically made out of the same material as the cave wall, but you did feel something that was undeniably a handle. So no That's no traps whatsoever. All right, well since it is dark and I probably can't see the, the facade of the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I do kind of reach my hand up on the door to see if I could feel for any um, carvings or writings um, that maybe may tell us what exactly it could be behind the door. Is there anything on the door? Uh, so I would consider that part of your investigation check, uh, but I would also say, no, you don't feel anything like that. All right, guys, looks like we're opening it slowly. <laughs> well, I guess I'm. <laughs> I I like to think of it more as you don't know that you were old shitty. You you've looked at this door. You're like hell yeah. It's not it's not uh, trapped. I'm the Seems best. I'm the best damn rogue you've ever seen. Yeah, it's not, it's not, yeah let's uh, let's go. Yeah. So you know, I kind of grab the handle and then go. Check it out. All, right. All right. So you open the door and oh my see god, it. fucking light finally. <laughs> Uh, you see a room, a hallway, that it seems to be filled with sunstone. Um, the sunstones are sticking out of the walls, uh, but the, the hallway itself is seems about as, as innocuous as you could get. It's a, a stone floor, stone ceiling, stone walls with sunstone. All right. All right, let's, uh, let's go in. The last door closed behind us. I'm a little hesitant, but... Make sure we close the door behind us. Nobody should, else. Should we leave a stick? <laughs> Hold the door open. Oh, okay. Like <laughs> a doorstop. You certainly could. You could find <laughs> like a, a doorstop. You could, you could find. Much. You could find a large rock if you wanted to do something like that. Okay. Yeah, I think we. I should. want to stick a rock to. I don't want to get trapped. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Why? Why are we leaving the door open when those shadow monsters are in the door behind oh, us? Oh, don't ruin my fun. <laughs> I want to make well, things you, come out okay, of the we're room. Whoa, <laughs> well, I want to leave the door open with those things in there. You want to close the door? Yeah, let's close I, the door. I'm just playing, but still. <laughs> don't ruin mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So all of you move through the door. Um, I'll just kind of help you out because you're all slow. Um, and shut the door behind you. <laughs> so you are now in this uh, approximately, like, probably say a 35-foot long hallway, uh, as I described, filled with sunstone and 
Um, this is all raw so sunstone kind of sticking out of the walls. As I walk by it, I'm just going to be knocking some into my bag just with the hammer. Just chunk, chunk, chunk. Sure. Um, roll me a d20. Okay. No, gone. Did you touch it with your bare hands? No. Maybe. <laughs> All right. You are able to. Do I have to fight those things? You're able to gather 13 pounds of raw sunstone. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. Oh. But I'm nice. not letting the rest of you guys roll. Because. Right. <laughs> <Bonus. laughs> yeah, then we're all like, let's all do it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Everybody D20s. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Quota so, is made. Okay. So at the end of this hallway, what you see is a set of stairs. Now, these are very much carved stairs. They're stone. Um, but they, so before you go any further, Alessio, I know you'd love to race ahead. <laughs> so I pause that game. All right. So ahead of you, you see some stone stairs. Um, they are curving to the right and they are, um, kind of leading, leading up somewhere. You can't quite tell where, but it does seem to be opening up to a space of some sort. I'm also realizing that I, I put a door in front of you, but I'm actually going to. I don't want to delete it because it will, because of the leveling, it will show you stuff, but there is no door ahead of you, even though it kind of looks like there is. There's um, just stairs. So pretend that you see stairs in like about 10 feet in front of where your vision ends. There is Technology. No <laughs> There's no spoon. Got it. Uh, we go to the stairs. We do the stairs. <laughs> Okay. You guys are going to go. Who hasn't stairs? led the way yet? Booker. Who wants to lead the way on the stairs? Hey, I'm writing Booker. It's, it's I'm writing Booker. I only hit pause just so that people to stop moving. <laughs> Certain <But> people. <laughs> tell, tell, how about this? This, this, is, this, is a, this is a DM thing that people ask a lot. What is your marching order? Who is in the front? Who is second, third, fourth? I will go first because oh. I am brave and hardy. Alright. I'm tired. Don't mention that. And I'm writing Booker in the back. Okay. So Novelis and Alessio, what are you guys doing? Um, I'll be second to the back. Right. So I'll be in front of Talon. Oh, you'll be in front of Talon. Perfect. Yeah. Alright, cool. Okay. So you guys head up the stairway. <laughs> uh, so I'll just kind of drag you up. Here. The short people are bookending this, and then the tall ones are in the middle. Yeah, like a grab. <laughs> I don't know why I love that. Yeah, yeah, we're a bell curve. <laughs> a All Gaussian right. distribution. Jeez, uh -oh. you're a nerd. That was too <laughs> What's worse is that like I know what you're talking about, but also you know I'm, it I'm, now. I'm, I'm gonna, uh, yeah, right. Uh, so who's a nerd? The one, the, the the nerdiest one is the one that doesn't call it first. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So you head up the uh, you head up the stairs, and you're presented with this much different world here. Like what you see is, Ooh. it seems like a guard's quarters, and you see a single um, woman. Who, uh, dwarven woman ahead of you and she is wearing robes that are just decorated with all these runes and such you actually recognize the pattern of her robes from the platinum weave quarter uh, she seems to be probably one of the magic users there and she has a staff in her hand that seems to be made out of bedrock or some sort of like rock it's a it's a big stone stave um, and she she looks at you and she she says hello uh well, what are you what are you doing here? 
We weren't expecting any, uh, I, I'm not gonna, this, this one time, I'm not gonna try to do any voices. Like I said, I'm still coming down with something. It's, it's honestly, it fries my voice. I was trying to do it earlier. So just yeah. go with it. Um, she says, uh, you know, we weren't expecting any, any visitors this time. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, hello. <laughs> I am, I am, me and my companions have come to deliver this. And I pull out the freaky powered hammer thing. Ah, the auto hammer. Yeah, the auto hammer. Hello, okay. I, I believe we are supposed to be taking this to someone in the vault. Could you direct us? Someone was, I was, I got this from the um, Gearworks. Merrick? Merrick and the Gearworks. And we have no idea where, could you give us directions, please? <laughs> this is one of those times where I didn't see this coming. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> Go, Nora! <laughs> so, so let, let's three start. Weeks, three weeks, three weeks let's... to prepare, and I can <laughs> Let's start with a persuasion roll. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> uh... Does he get advantage for us remembering the guy's name who oh, gave it, it to us? Oh, it was not great. It was uh, that's, oh, that's a good question. You know, I, I'm going to risky whiskey that, though. That's, I think, yeah, we have no I, th I, th I think that's that's fair. Let's do a risky whiskey on that. Advantage. Okay. No, you don't. Oh, okay. Nah, okay. I think that's right, good. I have, I have just a little bit of this Kilhoman left. I will hmm. take that. Oh, shit. Which, which Kilhoman is that? This is the Fino Sherry Matured. Ooh. Oh, very nice. That's a good one. It is. It's a weird one, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, I do. That's why I like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that Fino's different. I've never had Kilhoman. Yeah. Oh. oh, you're, you're missing out. That. Yeah. I, I live uh, in Utah. The, mo the more, the <laughs> more that I drink whiskey, the more I, um, the more I treasure uniqueness yeah, rather than even like they did this one step better than the other guy. Like mm. I want something that's just brand new, mm. and that's hard sure. at this point. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. Cheers. I'm picky. Yep. Cheers. Oh, he's yes. bottled. He's all right. Oh my gosh! Come right, on. You know what, Anomio? You just bottle chug that. I'm just gonna give it to you. You don't even have to roll for it. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, this this woman, she comes up and she says, she says, uh, we we have not been properly introduced. My name is Alina. Um, I am here uh, defending the the chalice at the moment, and uh, I don't. Didn't see any missive about uh, the auto hammer, but uh, you're welcome to leave it on the table, I suppose. Wait, where did you come from? Did you go all the way through the? Did you go all the way through the the, the chambers to get here? You didn't well, take the shortcut. They didn't tell you how to get in here. What? They definitely didn't tell us about the shortcut. No. At, the, at this point, you notice a staircase behind her and to the to the right, um, which does seem to lead up to just a wooden door. Where that goes, you don't know, but I'd like to step out like beside Nomi, like or see if she reacts to like I don't know. I just feel like I don't know. I'd like exert my presence there and see if she's turned on a little bit. Have you have <laughs> ever well let me introduce we'll get back you to that. my good my good friend. My good chesty friend. <laughs> Let me, uh, um, let us introduce well, you to our nipples here. I mean, yeah. so, so beautiful woman. So, <laughs> so Nobilis, if we're, if you, I'm going to take you at what you said. I'd like you to roll a performance check for me. Um, oh, this, this oh, is a, this is basically a seduction roll. <laughs> here it is. All right. Let's do it. Let's do it. 
the deucer now. Can I just we'll, say, we'll wouldn't it be like if you're an elf and and she's a dwarf, like she's she gonna have, find elf? different things attractive. Oh. Yeah, no. I thought well, she was a dwarven his, woman. His, his pecs are hard as rocks. I mean, that's a dwarven right. thing, right? <laughs> and maybe maybe she is very accepting of all sorts of different people, you know? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Does, I'm just saying. So maybe she's, an, maybe she's an equal opportunity lover. Don't, don't, don't. Everybody's got their, everybody's got their kink. All right, so let me focus here on novelist for a minute. So you, you rolled a 13. I'm not reacting either way. I'm going to give you a chance. If you want to risky whiskey, then you can. But keep in mind with risky whiskey, you have to take the new roll. What would you like to do? Oh, Come on, unicorn chalice! Yes, unicorn ah. chalice! It's got this, it's got this. It's gonna oh, show boy. up and All roll right. him a 20. All right. That chick is about this to be so wet. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's her last part of that. <laughs> All right, rock and roll, lady boater, let's go. All right. All right. I'm the only one on the stream who's allowed to say that. All right, me and Novelis only. All right, Novelis, how much was left in that thing? Because I, I heard your question. What was left in that? Um, it was a full pour. It wasn't of the Knob Creek. I actually poured some of the 792 full proof. And it was it was that chalice was was like a full pour. I mean, it wasn't full completely. But it was it was a. All right, I'm going to give you advantage on your roll because I, yeah. I, set, I set the precedent with uh, uh, Anomio here. And, uh, you know, if Not you guys are chugging dude. like a whole drink. And the dude chugged a 1792 foolproof. Yeah. Those guys can get up to yeah. like 130. That's, right. that's no those, joke. Yeah, that's one of those where I actually put water in it. You know, yeah, man? It's hot. Yeah. It's hot. It's yeah. that, that I felt that. <laughs> I have some So you rolled a 16, um, which is pretty good. So, uh, Alina here, she actually she steps up to you, novelist, and she says, "She takes it." Wow, you must have uh, you must have worked really hard to to get here. Um, I've so. I've gone through I've gone through the chambers before. That's that's not an easy feat. So uh, why why don't you come over here, sit sit down at my table, tell me tell me all about it. What did you uh, what are you what are you actually doing here? Normally, and, I would be sus like yeah. like I feel like normally I'd be suspicious, but I feel like I'm also like really horny so um... <laughs> okay. you just seduced her and then you're suspicious that she fell for your seduction oh i'll join her she said she, she asked me to sit with her yeah yeah all right so you guys you guys sit down at the table and uh she kind of puts her staff she leans it up against the table it's it's still definitely very much like within reach but you get the sense that she's in this guardhouse for a certain amount of time. She seems to be alone. She's probably bored. And you just kind of came in and something about you is very much attractive to her. And and I will tell you, like, with your role, like, it doesn't seem to be a ruse. She does genuinely seem to be like, hey, what's going on? You know, right? So, <laughs> like, how you doing? Right? So, <laughs> um... Okay, uh, so she 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 asked you. She's like, you know, tell me tell me about your your travel through the chamber. Oh, it was extremely extremely dangerous. There were dark shadowy figures that that tried to attack us, and no one warned us about those either. I mean, what kind of hosts are you guys? Not even, you know, giving us a heads up about that. Nomio's back there, like he's doing well, what he's doing right now. So <laughs> so so put it this way: anybody who interjects, that is in character. 
All right. So so do that do that with purpose. All right. Yeah. So she I'm she like, is Alessio's back there going, dude, no. <laughs> so dude, she she's uh, hot. Don't blame she, her on being a bad host. Yeah. <laughs> so, she didn't invite us. She didn't know we were coming. I'm talking about the people that let us in the front door. But you said you people. Don't don't. <laughs> oh yeah, never say you people. Yeah, don't say you people. <laughs> Those assholes at the door. They just. I, I feel. I feel like my Lazy warning bums. wasn't. I feel like my warning oh, wasn't my heated gosh. here. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. So. Last chance though, Alina's gonna look at you, novelist. So, so she's listening intently to your story and you actually see her, she's uh, she's holding her staff and you see her gently moving her hand up and down the staff, <laughs> like very subtly. Um, and she says, you know, it, it, gets, <laughs> it gets really lonely here while I'm on guard duty. Uh, why don't you, why don't you, uh, your friends delivered what they need to, why don't you hang out for a little while? And uh, you know, well, I'll tell- Oh, go ahead. She says, I'll, "I'll tell them how to how to get out of here through the the you know the other door, but um, so they don't have to go back through the caverns. Peace. But you you should stay here with me." Do I still have my big black rod? <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> Can I just subtly like like mimic her hand motions? Sure. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Hold on. I wanna I wanna make another roll because hilarious. Um, let's do. Well, what are you what are you trying to insinuate? Are you trying to keep the conversation going? What's the rest of the group doing? Let's let's address that. What's the rest of the group doing during this? Oh, I'm I'm hoping she's looking like very intently at Nablus so we can mm -hmm. kind of poke around a little. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. I, she's I, like I, she's I, like I, a I, me, she she fell hard. Like she is locked eyes with Nablus at the moment. She is yeah, not a very good guard. That's yeah. all Leslie was doing. He he just wants to know how he can get to that chalice. Sure. Um, so Wait, you're looking. Think she's holding the chalice. Sorry, just. No, she's definitely not holding the chalice. So what? What you see um, from just looking around this room? Let me actually even describe this room. So the for anybody who's listening, right? So the floor is made out of marble, uh, but it's like very intricately carved. There is a table with four chairs within this room. There is a door to your right, but there's also a door ahead of you, and then there is a staircase kind of like ahead of you to your left that seems to be leading up to a wooden door um doesn't seem like very very heavy duty almost if maybe it's like a like a secret entrance into this area or or maybe just to make the guard's life easier who knows um the door to your right though seems like it belongs in this room almost as if this room has two chambers in it but you don't know what's behind it the door in front of you would be kind of a linear path through where you're going. Like, that seems as if it leads out of the room. Uh, okay. Talon is very awkward right now and just, like, <laughs> turned around, staring at Booker, like, pulled off one of the books that she carries around and is just, like, awkwardly... Hey! <gasps> <laughs> Speaking of, oh God, he's hello, gorgeous. beautiful. He's, he's beautiful. Hi, oh, Barley. That's the best name. <laughs> Sorry, he That's was so just good. sitting there panting at me because I, I have him locked down here because I can't be trusted not to bark at midnight and wake up everybody. Um, so sorry. All right. So what do you? What would, what would you all like to do? I apologize. I mean, I think. I'll go ahead. I think I, I got I got a handle on her. I'll, I'll keep her entertained. That's for sure. Um, and then you guys go do what you need to do. Okay. Yep. Yep. 
Talon's awkward and just like staring at Booker. Like she's just straight up turned around and is staring <laughs> at Booker and like pulled out a book and like awkwardly just <laughs> trying to find something to do. <laughs> You're reading a book and Novelist is stroking his big black rod. Got it. All right. So, yeah, exactly. Watching her like trying to be distracted, but then she actually grabs like Freud or something and she's like, oh, shit, the worst thing ever. She's like, no. <laughs> An anatomy book. She's like, no. <laughs> awesome. All right. So uh, she as you guys are kind of poking around the room, she, she does get your attention. Like she's not, you know, under a spell. She looks around and she's like, so, all right, w- would you all like to, uh, do you want to leave? Do you like, what, what do you, you dropped off the auto hammer. I don't really know what that's about, but clearly you have it. Uh, I'm just assuming something got lost in, in translation here. Do you want to take the, the back well, door out of here? We're supposed to deliver that to the, yeah, the yeah, miners yeah. that could use it. Oh, sweet like if you can't use it, we're clearly, the wrong oh, person. Of course, to we couldn't deliver we couldn't it. To. Just, no, we couldn't. The, we couldn't put it upon you to deliver it. We'll deliver it. But she says, we need to know it's going to go to who's going to use it correctly it, and well, is supposed to be getting it. Right. Very so, professional. Are you implying that this fine woman doesn't know how to use a tool? What the fuck, novelist? <laughs> <laughs> she. She. fuck this up. <laughs> So, so I'm sure she knows how to use a tool, uh, but so she she reaches out and uh, she actually places her hand upon that same big black rod novelist, and she she says, "By the way, my name's Alina, and uh, I assure you, I definitely know how to use this." Um, but she she looks over at you guys and she says, "If you're looking for the miners, though, you are far off. That you took a wrong turn somewhere. This is this is." the like the the vault you shouldn't have even gotten in here if you were looking for the miners and then uh, right so i look at her and i say well while you're sitting here with uh noblis getting to know each other um can you kind of direct us to where these different doors go so we can maybe get out of your hair uh she says well I wouldn't open that door to your side there. That's uh, that's the the bed chamber, and and Gruff is currently sleeping over there. My uh, my other, the other guard helping me to uh, you know watch this door, and the door behind me. There's no way you're getting in there. That's that's the chamber of kings. Um, the stairs behind me though, that'll take you up into uh, Ragnar's house, which I don't imagine he would be expecting you. Probably wouldn't be very happy to see you. Uh, but you know, as the the leader of the Goldbeards, he has need to get down here frequently, so he has a, a special route into the Chamber of Kings. Um, so, was the stairs to Ragnar's like the the route you expected us to have come through instead of the chamber? Well, I imagine that if you were down here for any reason that would bring you into this guard chamber, that Ragnar would be aware of it. Um, the fact that you're bringing something for the miners, I can only imagine that those fools at the front gates gave you bad directions, <clears throat> or perhaps you didn't. You, you didn't make your. Is this hazing? Is this is this dwarf hazing? Is this what you do? I uh, I assure you, this is absolutely not hazing, and um, you're you're starting to lose her a little bit. Like, so <clears throat> tell me about this bedroom chamber. Oh, there is we go. Currently occupied. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, huh? She says uh, at the at the moment. You know what, Novelist? I want you to roll one more performance check for me. Hey, well, I sorry, did, per- performance or performance or persuasion. Your choice. Oh no, we're performing. <coughs> performing at all. Let's all right. Do it. 
22. <laughs> a 22. Um, so you uh, you flex both of your pecs for a minute, like almost like um, what's his name? That uh, oh, shoot, what is what is that guy's name? The Rock. Uh, well, you, sure, we'll go with him. But I was thinking, oh, yeah. of, yeah. I was thinking, like, I was thinking of the like, dude that used to do the old Spice Dwayne commercials. Johnson. Um, yeah, he was, the, uh, he's, he's like, I'm on a horse, right? Like he's, he's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so you're, you're, you flex your pecs a couple of times and immediately she, she gets your, you know, she regains eye contact with not your eyes. Um, and you get her <laughs> attention again. And she, she's like, look, I can't let you up into Ragnar's, uh, chambers, especially if he doesn't see you coming. The only way that you could go would be back the way you came, which I understand is going to be difficult, but clearly you were able to make it through one time. You could do it again. Uh, however, what, and she looks at you, she's like, I never caught your name. Oh, me? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be truthful. I'm Nobilis. The Nob? Nobilis. That is a, a very unique name. Uh, almost. I can't think of the word. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Damn it. This is hard to do. Um, she's almost like te <laughs> tell it. Like she's trying to be like like oh knob right yeah, exactly. So, uh, she's like that. That's a unique name. Um, you can stay if you'd like to. Uh, and you asked about those chambers. I mean, I could certainly wake Gruff up. Tell him it's his turn a little sooner, and you know. Maybe you could hide around the corner, he won't see you. And uh, you and I could go waste some time. I've got a few more hours left in my in my uh, guard duty here. Does Gruff like pork? <laughs> we could hang out with Gruff. We don't Does... want to ditch Nobilis, though. So actually, like... at, at this point, I would say you guys have talked Ooh. enough that you see the door open. Oh. And you see another dwarf kind of make his way out of the door. And this- Gruff. This... <laughs> this this dwarf, as he walks out the door, Talon, you 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 address him by his name, and he looks at you a little bit uh, confused, and he kind of barges out of the door, and you see a stout dwarf with a long braided copper beard with decorated with golden beads. Um, he's covered in a lot of what you could only assume would be battle scars. This is guy a guy who does not fuck around, and he mm, looks he looks at the four of you plus Booker. And he's <laughs> does Gruff like getting porked? <laughs> Damn it, David! <laughs> I, I need to not have the chat open. <laughs> no, don't delete your message. Just own it, David. Immediately. So Gruff walks out and he sees you and he says, uh, "What the hell's going on here, uh, Alina? What what are all these people doing in here? There's nobody allowed here during during uh, this time." You know that uh, you know Ragnar is gonna be here pretty soon. We can't have people, can't have strangers here. And he looks, he looks directly at you, Alessio, and he says, "What are you doing in my in my guardhouse?" You were dropping off this uh, beautiful hammer as a tool for the miners. However, <clears throat> your your idiots at the front gate gave us bad directions. Make a um, persuasion check with advantage. <clears throat> because you're using Alina's story, so she's she might back you up if you're if you roll well enough. <coughs> All right, with a thirteen, um, ooh, that's tough. Actually, I'm gonna have him roll for that. Risky whiskey. You could risky whiskey before I roll if you'd like to. I'll risky whiskey it. I'd rather okay. not fuck this situation up. We're doing so well. <laughs> you guys are actually doing better than I expected. 
Well, hey, novelist is doing well. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Oh, that's that's his role, well. you know. That's yeah. his role. Ooh, better, better by one. All right, but I'm still gonna have them run roll an insight. Uh, let's see. Well, of course. <sighs> a disadvantage because they just woke up and they're tired. <laughs> you know that's what? True. That that is a fair point. I will I will do that. Um. I won't tell you, I won't tell you what he rolled, but uh, at disadvantage. Okay. okay. Uh, so Gruff, uh, so he he does kind of drop his guard a little bit, and he he walks up to you, Alessio, and he kind of walks around you, and he's looking at you, and then he sees you and Nomeo, and you have this weird fiery sword in your hand. Um, Alessio, your your sword, I believe, is still in its scabbard, because um, you you used your your ability, but you know it's been a little while. Um, and he walks over to Alina and he, he kind of whispers something to her that you guys can't hear. And they're standing together. And uh, Gruff says, uh, Alina, we, uh, we can't have these people here. Ragnar is going to be here any minute. If he sees other people in this chamber, it's going to be a problem. Ragnar! That wasn't... Wasn't we supposed to get this drill to Ragnar? Was that the guy? Was he coming here? Oh, what perfect That's timing! It's perfect! It's perfect That's timing! Perfect. Oh, what, this is just good luck. Earls be praised. We have met the people we were meant to. Oh, let's all hang out. <laughs> yep. Uh, so Gruff, Gruff steps forward. He says, uh, did you, did you say Earls? I am a proud urologic. I'm a I'm a proud urologist. So Gruff Gruff actually he walks up to you and he he kind of whispers to you. He says, "I also follow the teachings of Eros, but let's keep that between us." And he says, "You are you are welcome to stay here. It is safe." Uh, Ragnar will be around probably in about 10 minutes or so. I know he's coming down to get the Chalice of Kings. Uh, if you need to meet with him, this would be the time. That's plenty of time for Nobilis and, uh, what's her face, right? Yeah, man, I'm just feeling Alina. really tired. I just, I kind of need to go. Can you show me the red room? Uh, the bedroom, not the red room. Whoa. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> room, the Pretty much, I mean. Room? <laughs> <laughs> Oh We're all gonna die. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Can you, uh, show so, me, can you show me the murder chamber? <laughs> so, Alina, Alina, uh, actually, she, she's, she's like, um, well, I, I mean, there's, there's a lot of people here. I. We're not going in the room for what you think we're going in the room, but she grabs you by the hand, novelist, and she starts leading, leading you over there. Oh, nice. Go make out. I'm gonna turn back and like wink at my group, like. See y'all later. Nice. All right. All right. Uh, so, Novelist, you follow her in, and the door closes behind you. All right. So, uh, Alessio, Anomio, and Talin, what are you? You're all left here with Gruff, um, who, again, very clearly a seasoned warrior. Um, something about him carries the weight of, think of like, uh, what is it? The the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier, right? Like you've got this one dude who, this is like the highest oh. position that he could have defending the chalice of the kings despite all of the war that he has seen this is what he's aspired to and he does take this fairly seriously there's no chance you're getting past him um probably without violence 
but at the moment he is not aggressive towards you he sees you as people who are here inconveniently but not an enemy what are you doing uh well i would like to jump in this very specifically this chair the one that is across from the door sure and um stare give alessio a knowing look towards that door and then graf why don't you come and regale me with some tales of the dwarves? I so do wish to know more about our brothers in the tunnels. And he comes so over. So I and- sit next to Anomio. I sit next to Anomio or stay next to him. Sure. And I'm like, you know, I love like dwarven lore and dwarven history and I have great respect for it. You know, the, the Ember Forge, I think is an amazing tradition of y'all's, you know, this is a huge honor like how does one like you reach this sort of honor how does anybody reach this sort of honor you must have done something amazing like as a historian and scholar like i'm super legitimately curious about how you got to this position i like that enough that i'm not actually going to make you roll for it um i think you nailed that uh to the point where if you rolled a natural 20, I'd be like, oh, you start talking to him about how this is such an honor and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so <laughs> so, um, so you guys, I will say that you have Gruff captivated. Alessio, if you are going to do something, I would say, given your stealth, he will not notice you, at least for like a couple minutes, um, unless you make a noise. So what are you doing? All right. Also, so, I have pen and paper out during this. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> that being right. said, he he is telling you guys all about the um, some of the history of Urngorzuik and when there was uh, you, uh, you guys have kind of learned a little bit about this. The Underdark. The, not the Underdark, but there was an invasion by goblins and um, uh, bugbears mm-hmm. a while back, which which actually like decimated the population of Urngorzuik, um, almost to the point where. Uh, I say decimated. I don't mean decimated. They um, they killed plenty of people, but not like reduced them to ten percent. Right? Yeah. Whereas the the invasion of the Underdark that did, um, but there he fought alongside a number of Ironheart on their bears and like all this shit. And he's telling you all about this, and it's a riveting story. But right. he is fully into telling you. Like even Alessio, even if you roll like somewhat bad, he might not notice you. But we'll see what the rolls come up. What are you doing? All right, well, well, first thing I'm doing is I'm putting up my hood for my cloak. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Uh, which, which gives me some extra stealth, extra sneakiness. I believe that gives you advantage on stealth, correct? Yes. Okay, cool. Yeah, it gives me some advantage on stealth. So I actually, so while his back is turned and kind of engaging with Talon and Ignomio, I go straight to the door here. Okay. To check it out. As you approach the door, you feel the ring on your finger tighten. You are oh. getting very close. Of course I do. This door is definitely locked. You can see, but it's locked from this side. Um, not locked from the other side. Almost as if you get the impression, just knowing what you know, this might be the only way in or out. Um, you can see the lock. It's complex, but not beyond your capabilities. If you wanted to unlock it, you could certainly make a roll. Uh, or investigate, or whatever you'd like to do. Uh, okay, so first things first. I think what I want to do is... <clears throat> uh, okay, so while he's 
talking with Gruff. <clears throat> I kind of mm -hmm. sneakily go behind Gruff and I, I search and I kind of check him for any set of keys he may have. Oh, okay. Um, all right, make it a, so he's distracted. So you can make a, let's give you an advantage on sleight of hand. Um, you're... Well, I'm not, I'm not attempting to steal the keys. Oh, you're just yet. looking. Okay. I'm looking to see if he has keys on him. Okay. Make a perception check. Okay. Oh, <laughs> so here, here's the thing, and you actually you picked exactly the right thing to check for. Even with your seven, you look at Gruff, and you don't see any keys. However, when you turn around in kind of defeat, you notice there is a set of keys hanging on the wall. <laughs> it's, 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 it's locked from this side. Um, oh, so, so they're just hanging there. To, to, they're just hanging know. on the wall. Yep. You got very Even lucky. Tala can see the keys, and she's like, yo, look at the keys over there. Yeah. <laughs> the keys on the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh really? <laughs> so you, you hear Gruff, he starts talking about uh, channeling the the power of Uros within battle. Uh, and Anomio, you're, you're, mm -hmm. you're diving right into that, and you're, you're helping back up, uh, you know, reinforce his story. Talon, you're, you're jotting down some notes. What are you doing, Alessia? Yeah. Well, as soon as as soon as I notice the keys in the wall, Alessio wastes no time. He uses his uh, his stealthiness to go right to the wall and grab the keys. Okay, uh, make a sleight of hand check, and there's a reason for it. All right, is this with advantage or no? I'm gonna say straight roll, and <laughs> a big part of me really hopes that you fail this for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> 21. 21. Oh, damn it. All right. So you you uh, you reach up, you grab the keys off the wall. They make absolutely no sound. Um, and you kind of turn around. And then suddenly you hear kind of a rhythmic banging from the uh, the other side of one of the, <laughs> the stone walls. <laughs> and and you see Gruff. He looks over at the the uh, towards the door. Um, had he looked over at just the wrong moment, he would have seen you taking those keys off the wall, Alessio. But mm -hmm. he seems distracted by whatever Alina and Nobilis are up to. Uh, hey, and he doesn't... Within, in what? So was that? No, are we're we just making saying... that much noise? Uh, I mean... Uh, yeah. I suppose well, you... Yeah. <laughs> I'm so... giving you some Wait, credit, I'm I suppose, sorry, Nobilis. what? Are you doing this quiet? Like, what? <laughs> Why are you not making noise? We have 10 no. minutes. Nablus has some very kinky silence. Ten minutes and you can't get her to make some noise? Come on. Yeah, Come on, you can. Man. I'm not, I'm giving, I'm not I'm, this yet. I, I mean, I'm, I'm going to assume some stuff about you, Clifton, but I'm also going to tell you, yes, she's making some noise. All right, so... <laughs> so, <laughs> so, Alessio, you get away with grabbing the keys completely silently, and although Gruff looks up to see, he, he kind of laughs to himself. He's like... Ah, you know, she's she's been on guard duty for the last three hours. I suppose I'll give her give her a break. Uh, and she he goes back to talking <laughs> to you, Talon and Anomio. Um, totally doesn't notice you, Alessio. And uh, so you now have a keys in your hand. All right. So I go to the door. I slowly insert the key as 
So does Novelis. Of course. Sorry, that was way too obvious. I shouldn't have even gone there. More than a key. There's a second bed in here. I mean, just saying. Yeah. All right. So I insert the key. Insert the key slowly, checking it, making sure I don't make too much noise. And the door unlocks. You can you can hear a click within the lock, and you're you're confident the door is unlocked now. All right. All right, so what I do is, uh, so I do this move where I open the door only as wide as I can get my body through and to sneak myself in and snake in and shut the door as quickly as I can. Like, All right. Quietly. So then without opening the door, I'm actually going to drag you over to the other side so that the other players right. can't see anything. So you find yourself on a uh, staircase. Um, seems to go down about 20, 30 steps. It's a very large staircase. And it leads down into a room. Um, all that you can see from where you are is a red rug, um, like a like a red carpet. Red kind rug. Of thing. <laughs> red rug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. So you are now on the other side of this door. Um, all right. So we're gonna pause on you, Alessio. Uh, Nobilis, you you find yourself uh, done. Uh, she seems happy. <laughs> um. What? That was the most anticlimactic. Like, that was oh, fast. Well, I mean, if you it's find anti- yourself done, <laughs> <laughs> completed, mission complete. I'm not yeah, going to say this is like a PG-13 stream, but I'm also not going to say it's NC-17. <laughs> so, you are you are satisfied, and so is she. So, uh, okay. you you she she is actually, she for real though, or is she faking it? Uh, oh, <laughs> you know what? Actually, let's do it's this. It's been 10 no- minutes. Novelist, roll a pers- uh, uh, performance check. An insight check? No, because... <laughs> I don't want to know. That would be so, like... That would make me feel horrible if she... Roll your know. damn performance check. Oh, you can offer oh, it to okay. keep going. If I had risky whiskey, did. it. Oh, 19. Man, uh, what is that? 24. Yeah. Novelist, you you have never been sure that, that she is... Uh, actually, she she was done long before you were. She kind of just humored you until you finished. So, all right. What? <laughs> Not good? fun either, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Not uh, common, but happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, you know what? Actually, I take that back. 24 without getting too much detail. You're both happy. We were Let's just say you're at the same time. How about that? It was it was conveniently quick, but she's not sad about it. <laughs> okay. I <laughs> love that Bill drank whiskey tonight. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to. I'm, yeah. This, this is why we want Bill to drink whiskey. Yeah, this is this is more difficult than you know, <laughs> and I chose oh, I my words properly. All right. So so well no I. Purposely didn't say harder than you know. All right, so Nobilis, uh, Alina actually, she leaves the door first. Um, she's oh, no. beaming, and uh, Nobilis, okay. you walk out. You actually didn't even bother to put your shirt back on. You're just like, yeah, what the hell? Um, I was gonna say if, if I did, if I satisfied her so well, do I have time to search this like chest beside the bed oh, or now? Uh, yeah, she walked out first. I'll give you. Let's. She do doesn't this. even want to cuddle. They're not even like she's you know on, hanging out. She's cuddling. on duty. <laughs> this is this is like taking a dump on company time, right? Like you gotta be quick, but like all right with it. Yeah, no. Then you just sit around, flip around on though. your cell phone. I am social yes. media. You know, yeah. like yeah. you right. make that dump last. Nobilis, roll me a d20. If you roll above, <laughs> if you roll above a thirteen, you're gonna find something good. Ooh, okay. 
throw advantage because of how I well nope. I performed. Nope. <laughs> you... I'm so good at sex, I find things. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, wow. I don't know. That was like that was like a two minute that was like a two minute drill. I don't know if that was good. Nah, I, so so realistically speaking, that was that was probably about seven minutes. Um, you know, so do with that what you will. Than the average male, I'm good. But you know, she she might have in she might have told you that uh, speed was was important in this instance. Anyway, let's move on past that. So you rolled a natural rolled one, because I, I totally want to focus on that, because that's way funnier. Um, you look at this chest, and you go to open it, and you notice that Alina, actually, she kind of glances back towards, like, why isn't Novelist behind me? Um, like, she's walking out the door. She kind of expected you to be right behind her. And you catch on to that. I'll give you that with the natural one. So you, you race out of the room. But you do not get anything from the chest, unfortunately. Okay. I was um, imagining he like tripped and hit his head like on the corner of the nightstand <laughs> kind of thing. He fucking bled out and died. This <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> not quite that. Just like one point of damage. But Alina comes back to help you and bandage it. Yeah. Oh, huh? You know, she's short. Huh? She, she uh, whatever. All right. So let's go on from here. Novelist Alina, you have now rejoined the party. Um, a novelist, uh, everybody knows exactly what you've done. There is no question. Uh, Alessio is no longer in the room, but based off- So his I jump, I jump before Alina can notice anything. I jump and I'm like, Alina, have you heard about what Gruff has done before? And I She's... like recount like his most recent story. So you notice that uh, Alina, she actually had left her staff kind of out here, but her, um, her cheeks are a little bit flush and she says, yeah, I've heard more than once about Gruff. Uh, you know, I mean, we, we've done more than one guard duty together, and he's told me quite a few stories. Definitely impressive. Definitely impressive. And uh, she looks over at you, But Alina, you have this guard duty also. How, how did you end up involved? I'm trying to, like, also <laughs> sure. draw her in and make her not notice unless hey, he was missing. Sure. Um, you can share. I have you negative guys. one charisma, okay? I'm not wooing anybody. <laughs> uh, you know, you could. Um, so as, as, as she's saying definitely impressive a couple of times talking about Gruff, she's actually looking over at Novelis. Um, and uh, she looks back at you, Talon, and she, she says, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I've got my reasons for being here too. And she starts going into her whole being, uh, you know, learning about magic through the the platinum weave and she starts talking about a little bit about it um novelist and i'd say basically everybody but talin you are off the hook as far as attention so anomio novelist and alessio what are you guys doing novelist is just still like in like this euphoric state of like mm -hmm. that was the best i've had in a while uh, yeah, since yesterday when you were at the come and go, or whatever it's oh, called, well, you know, <laughs> the come yeah. right in. Yeah. Was it yesterday? I think it was yesterday. I was thinking about okay. that. And I, I'm pretty sure it was like like either yesterday or like last night. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, I think so. It's more than a couple Doesn't hours. Take... That's all we need, right? Yeah. So, I yeah. ask. Uh, I ask Gruff if if he would like some fat back bacon with a he... with a side of uh, of chitlins. I just start pulling <laughs> plates out of there. No, nobody so, wants chitlins. Chitlins. Eat the chitlins. No, nobody wants chitlins. So nobody wants your chitlin. You start reaching into Salt's uh, bag of of yum yums and pulling out random articles of food. Gruff looks very excited. Um, 
you get the impression that although the the room here is not like bad, it's boring. Um, and maybe they aren't fed, fed uh, sorry, fed very well. Blame the whiskey. Um, he's excited to see this food, but there's uh, no there's no means to cook it here. Well, I assume you can. Uh, I flame. Well, well, flame it up with my swords and such. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we'll, so we'll so gruff. Gruff reaches forward, he removes a, mid, a middle plate out of the table ahead of him, and there's like a little charcoal pit. And Talon, you light it on fire, uh, Nomi, you throw some pork on the fire, and you guys start cooking it up. Um, I'd say at this point- <gasps> Oh, we're point, barbecuing together! We're having an underground barbecue! So, oh, I love this! <laughs> Al Al Alina is actually super into this as well. Uh, Talin and Anomio, you both definitely have Gruff and Alina's attention. Novelist, you are now out of sight-ish. I'm sure Alina will be glancing at you from time to time. But Alessio, let's go to you. You are now on the other side of this door. You're standing at the top of the stairs. And like I mentioned, at the bottom of the stairs, you see a red rug kind of leading into the room. I'll, I'll slowly make my way down the stairs. Sure. All right. So you make your way down the stairs. Pretty, pretty. Actually, roll me a stealth roll. Let's do that. Two barrel. A 30. Uh, 40. You actually disappear from this campaign and appear in a different campaign. <laughs> I think. I think. It, All I think we it... know is he walks back in and the chalice of kings is like in his belt. Is in his crotch, yeah, hidden in his point, pants. At this, point, I, at this point, I've stolen everything in the room. Right. He looks like Jimmy Russell walking back in, <laughs> packing, packing, hiding yeah. that thing in his yeah, pants. He's got Pringle, Pringles can go. Going on. All right, so uh, <laughs> I miss those guys, man. All right, so Alessio, in this in this room, what you see ahead of you, you see what appears to be a floating chalice. Um, upon closer inspection, you notice that there's just a clear pillar below it, but this chalice is floating, floating, quote unquote, about three and a half feet above the ground. Uh, on top of another pillar with stairs leading up to it. To your right, there are eight, nine different chests just sitting there. But this room, actually, I should probably take a minute back. This room is gigantic. <laughs> so the room that you're standing in, it's the floors are completely made of marble. Um, there are various sunstones sticking out of the walls. The roof itself is probably about 30 feet up. Um, there's chests. There's just other forms of opulence. There's tapestries on the wall. This room is probably what you envision to be the vault. And ahead of you is what you can only imagine is the Chalice of Kings. It is clearly cut from sunstone. It looks rough, but that's what you've heard that it's described as. Like, you have no doubt in your head this is the Chalice of Kings. And it's you said it's uh, probably about far probably about 50 feet ahead of you um at the end of from sunstone you said correct yeah this the the chalice of kings i i forget if i ever actually said this but the chalice of kings is is carved it was found naturally within a sunstone 
somebody was kind of just mining it like normal and they found this thing it was like the perfect shape for a chalice if not okay. a little bit rough and it was taken by Ragnar Gold uh, Goldbeard as something he decided to just drink out of and from what you've been able to learn around the city of Erngorzuek is that there are magical properties to this chalice but you do not know them okay well, I mean, I know time is short here, and I can't sit here and, and be like, you know, investigate the whole damn room. Um, so part of Alessio was like, I have to move swiftly, but carefully. Um, so I walked down the, the red, red, the red room rug. <laughs> mm -hmm. And uh, I kind of approached the chalice, because the, the, the chalice you said is floating above this... Uh, circular stand correct so it's on a transparent pedestal it appears to be floating but it's not actually it's like resting oh, it's on actually floating. yeah okay think plexiglass all right so because i want to be careful i don't want to set any alarms off uh basically i don't want to walk up there so what i'm going to do is use the mage hand to uh to go up there and grab the chalice okay so you're going to use the mage hand to grab the chalice off of the pedestal. Correct. Okay. Okay. Uh, make a sleight of hand check for me. And roll really well. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> uh, 24. A 24. Ooh. Okay. We're going to pause there. And we're going to go back to the group in the... We're not going to end the episode, although we totally should. We're not going to end yeah, quite yeah, yet. Yeah, it's getting late, dude. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm sorry. I just saw it. But give me like five more minutes. We're going to go right. back to the, we're gonna go back to the room. Um, we have Talin, Anomio, and Novelist with Gruff and Alina, as well as Booker. What are, what are you doing at this point? You've noticed the lack of Alessio. And you suspect that the guards here are probably going to notice pretty soon, too. What are you doing? Well, I feel like based on our conversation last week, it's like we knew that he's like doing his own thing. Like, I, I don't think we should be like, where is he? I think we should just all know that like he's up to something. We should protect him and make sure yeah. he's safe. Sure. Yeah, we're trying to distract the guards from noticing, right? That the that Alessio yeah. is missing. Mm -hmm. I'd like that. I think. Okay. Yeah. All right, cool. So you guys are working on distract, uh, distracting the guards. So Alessio will go back to you. Romeo puts 15 pounds of pork on the table. So much pork. <laughs> totally fine. <laughs> chops. You know, just sides, just big old whole hog. I'm just pulling a full pig out of there. <laughs> right? Yeah, we're doing like a full-on barbecue. Well, we also like, learned that that bag is not just for pork. Because we obviously learned that Anomio doesn't like pork. So, like, why are you... I'm <laughs> sorry. Anomio so loves funny. pork. Who are okay, you talking sorry. to? <laughs> Anomio likes pork. Ed doesn't eat pork. All right. Because we're late Anomio on... Uh, we're, we're, because we're rich on time, let me just top into this. So, Alessio, so you, you grab the chalice off of the pedestal using your mage hand. Um, even with your sleight of hand check, the problem is it's a pressure plate. And you see from the sunstone to your left this gigantic 15 foot tall golem emerges from the wall oh fuck i'm dead and it starts just freaking yelling intruder alert intruder alert oh, and no. you see it charge from the side and it sees you and that's where we're going to end tonight's episode
Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. oh shit. Awesome. Yeah, I, thought, right. I thought walking up on the actual pedestal would have set something off, but that was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So everybody, uh, so next weekend is uh, Labor Day weekend. So we are not going to have an episode on Monday. Um, mm -hmm. We will see for the following weekend. I might actually have to travel for work. I hate to do two two weeks missing in a row, uh, but we'll see. It's still undetermined. My boss is like trying to get approval, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but stay tuned. We'll see what happens. Um, I thought we were going to get to this golem tonight, but it sounds like we're going to start next week or next time with a battle. And Alessio oh. is all by himself. <laughs> And it looks like he's made of yourself. Uh, well, I'll say one thing. It looks like he's made of some fire, and it looks like I have an ice sword. So yeah. Boom. So okay, okay. so I I will tell you he's made out of sunstone. He looks very similar to what you fought in the other room. Oh. Um, got shit. <laughs> but we'll yeah, see. I mean, that sword I feel like is Noble definitely going to help. Have advantage. Noble should have advantage of everything in this next battle because he's still riding the high. <laughs> I will, I will, you know what? I will commit. I will give you advantage on anything charisma based. <laughs> Help me in battle, Bill. Try to well, fuck the golem. Yeah, you know, you could try yeah. to seduce the golem. Why not? Oh, you could seduce the golem. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, you big, sexy, shiny rock guy. Hey there, precious. My precious. <laughs> you look Make sure to subscribe and hit the bell button to be notified when that yes. happens. Awesome. Yes. Um, so thank you, everybody, who's watched uh, tonight ep tonight's episode. This is episode 50. This is kind of like a... We didn't really call it out. This is a momentous thing. And uh, it's going to be the episode before Alessio dies. So that's very important. <laughs> yes, and no snakes. I'm going to use every trick in the book. I'm going to kill Alessio with something other than snakes. So I'm happy with myself. And... <laughs> All right. Thank you, everybody, for joining us here on Dungeons and Drams. And have a great rest of your night. Cheers. 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 <laughs> Thank you for joining us here on Dungeons & Drams. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review on your podcast host of choice, and be sure to check the description for a link to our Discord server, YouTube channel, Patreon, and links to our individual places on the internet. Come back next week for more adventures in the lands of Domidium. Cheers.